0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. This episode is brought to you by Omaze, who is doing something very, very cool right now. Th- through Omaze, you can win a dream road trip across the Pacific Northwest with me, Rob Ferretti, uh, Dave Patterson, a bunch of our friends, and more, in a brand new C8 Corvette, all expenses paid. They will fly you and a friend to Seattle, where you will be handed a C8 Corvette from Gotham dream- Cars that's been shipped there for you And you will embark on a 2,000 mile epic road trip Across some of the Pacific Northwest's Finest roads, I will be there with My wife, Dave Patterson will be There with his lady, Rob will be there As well, it's going to be a fantastic time And they are even giving you a $1,000 Gas card, all of it benefits Team Rubicon, which is an extraordinary Charity, I really encourage you guys To look up, they do great work Uh, We love it, and that's happening In July, but the contest goes from now until April 24th. So go to omaze.com slash the smoking tire. That's omaze.com slash the smoking tire to enter. And you could go on a road trip with me, Rob Ferretti, and a bunch of our friends in your very own borrowed C8 Corvette. Do it. Also, in our BlipShift store right now, blipshift.com slash TST, we've got a brand new shirt from now through April 16th only. Get it while it's hot, folks. It's the Canyon Run. If you haven't seen the movie, The Cannonball Run, uh, this is a takeoff from the movie, The uh, The Cannonball Run's movie poster uh, with Burt Reynolds and Roger Moore. Uh, it is uh, with me and Zach as Burt, or me as Burt Reynolds and Zach as Roger Moore. It's got the Lambo on it. It's got my van. It's got Zach's BMW you the guys at blipshift really nailed this one this is a very cool design it's only on sale for two weeks only so you can go to blipshift.com/tST and get it in a short sleeve a long sleeve or get it in a hoodie all are available uh, get it now two weeks only now through April 16th uh, at blipshift.com/tst. On this episode of the show, our uh, our remote game is getting very strong. Zach has sorted out all the technology, so we got to give him applause. And our boy, Thad Brown, uh, who is a creative director, a cinematographer, uh, and a producer, and an excellent photographer. Uh, he is calling in from Dubai, where he is quarantined uh, to his apartment in a land with uh, an even more strict government than us. So he's calling in to talk about the Dubai car scene, uh, drink a bottle. Of wine with us, and uh, and talk about what it's like to be under quarantine in Dubai. It's Thaddeus Brown on this episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast. What up? It's the fucking Smoking Tire Podcast, uh, morning edition. Uh, it's really nice when we do our evening podcast because nobody's around to complain if I smoke weed in the office. And this is sort of the same, except it's the other half of the day. <laughs> uh live and direct from Dubai, Thaddeus Brown is in the house. What up? What? Hello, everybody. And you Hello. You had the shot. Oh, you fixed your shot is better. There you go. Going with the, yeah, go, go with I'm the two grab shot.
1: My, grab my wine because it's evening time.
0: Oh me. yeah. All right. We're drinking. For him. I'm drinking coffee. This is um. When Zach and I were in Tahiti a couple of weeks ago, we, uh, I had a little chat with my sister-in-law, Jillian, who was with us. And we were talking about what our favorite drugs were. <clears throat> and I had never really considered what my favorite drug was. I mean, weed was the obvious choice. But then Jillian drops the bomb, and she goes, weed and two cups of medium roast coffee. And I go, oh, you're a genius. That is my favorite drug. Weed that's, and, that's weed and two cups of coffee. Ball. It's, yeah what is that a hippie speedball the hippie the speedball speed
1: we <laughs> would do this all the time and before we go on road trips if you recall
0: um but no I have no like, idea what you're talking about <laughs> before, before well, I, w-
1: I would drive I would drive Some, someone else would be driving and then we would just get a coffee from Minotti's yeah and a responsible driver would drive the vehicle, and we would hotbox this shit out of, you know, it, of personal um,
0: vehicles. Thad, <laughs> Minotti's, by the way, Hitty. allegedly. Yeah. Minotti's, because you haven't been around for a while, and for those who uh, are, are once this whole horse shit is over, able to come to Los Angeles. Minotti's, uh, this dude nicely owned this coffee shop around the corner from us in Venice. Yeah. He has now expanded to like three locations, and I think multiple trucks also. No way. He went and did, made coffees for like six weeks on the set of Top Gun 2. wow and uh but Fucking he's brilliant. but but Minotti's, you know um these guys uh race service here in la it's like uh jacob yeah. agajanian and uh sam the drift idiot and uh and all those guys you know ryan turk and all them they've got this this mm-hmm. shop it's not really a shop it's a media agency that sort of disguises as a shop but they have a, a a wednesday morning cars and coffee well had up until recently but they i'm sure they will again and it's great because it's the only the kind of people who can go to a Cars and Coffee on a Wednesday go. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, For the work correct type of people, generally. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's not that I don't enjoy a weekend Cars and Coffee, but, but you know... It's a shit show. Well, yeah, and it's, you know, it's Every different kind of rich guy. So you've got doctors and lawyers and all that kind of stuff, and then they're all very nice people. But when you have a Cars and Coffee on a Wednesday, it's all freelancers and creatives and artists and... People who work at video game designers and actors and just the kind of people who could get away for a couple hours. But but Minotti sets up there, dude. And now they've got this new coffee drink that I'm fucking with every time. It's uh, a shot of espresso, sometimes a double okay. tonic water and then okay. uh, a twist of orange rind, bro. It's game on. Ah, Hold on. It's a cold drink. Oh. Are you writing that? No, down? That
1: sounds that sounds fucking brilliant. No, uh, I just got a phone call in, and it somehow now rings to my computer.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Dude, turn your fucking Wi-Fi off your phone. Um, Anyway, for the the audience in here, Thaddeus uh, helped start uh, the smoking tire back in the day. He was with us for a very, very, very long time uh, before he was like, oh, I can make way more money by going to Dubai (laughs) and working with these Habibis. So what the fuck is going on over there, dude?
2: Well, uh,
1: business as usual, really, like uh, other than the fact that at 8 p.m. no one's allowed to leave their home until 630 in the morning.
0: So wait, that's Uh, what the quarantine is. It's like a it's like a 10 hours a day quarantine
1: so uh, you're not supposed to go out at all unless it's for essential things like grocery store or the pharmacy or things like that. So you're supposed to stay in as much as possible. Like the beaches are closed. The malls are closed. Restaurants are closed.
0: Oh Yeah. So they're Um, taking it, they're taking it seriously.
1: I think we have like one of the lowest cases per country. I I, I haven't checked lately, but it's pretty, pretty damn low. Um, I have toilet paper. (laughs)
0: Uh, send you got to send buy. some dude. You got to send. You're gonna have. To, it's fucking hard to find here. We were thinking about the toilet paper thing. In I think in dude. hindsight, it it takes up a lot of space on the shelf in the grocery store. So I yep. feel like if you look at the can, the, the 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 soup cans aisle, there's a lot more cans of yep. soup there than there
3: are rolls of toilet paper because yes. they're so much bigger. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, there's way more sticks of gum. Yeah, you know, there's like I, mean, I know that's like anything. a dumb, stoned thought, but like I was like, why,
0: why toilet paper? And it's like, well, it's very not dense and people- oh, that's why it gets
3: sold well, out so quickly. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah. And there's less supply. Yeah, there's yeah. just less of it compared to other shit in the store. And when any you of know, the sell, they sell a thirty pack. So you just you're like, I'm right. buying one item. Right, and not everybody eats canned peas, but everybody shits. Yes, and so that's
1: for you. <laughs> that's a good. That's a book, isn't it? Everybody poops. Let it me, is a book. <laughs> let me tell you the the Middle East secret. Every the three seashells. Basically, every place here has a shataf, is what it's called. It's a hose. It's like a you know how you like. I, I think we had it at your house where it pulls out and it sprays. Psh,
0: it's like a bidet. Every, every
1: yeah, it's like a handheld bidet. So like you can use not a lot of toilet paper. It's the best shit ever.
0: And like, that's like that's I, if I recall, that's pretty standard issue over there, right?
1: Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. like you feel crispy and clean. It's <laughs> quite nice.
0: <laughs> what uh, what wine did you crack? What are you drinking?
1: I am drinking a Chianti. Oh, good. From Barry Brothers and Rudd, who do my wine buying for me, and I just bought this at the the store because I've never had any of their house blend shit. I hope you decanted um,
0: that. Uh, I don't gonna, have a decanter. It's you fine. don't have a fucking decanter. You are are you kidding me? You have someone I, I mean, who buys wine for
3: you and don't own a decanter. What the fuck? I is gotta wrong op- with open you? it three hours ahead.
1: It's, it's on the list. It should, <laughs>
3: should happen. Uh, Thad, uh list. Some people are asking like what you do, and so give us a quick synopsis of like you know, What would you say the, oh, you do? What would you here? say you do there, and how'd you how'd you um, get there?
1: I do the same, I make content for corporate clients now. So I work for an agency, and we have a variety of different people, so I'll do photos, or video, or storyboarding, or shitty copywriting, and then someone else makes it better. Um, stuff Stuff like that, really. So I'm still filming stuff, still making things, and just selling out a little bit for <laughs> for uh, for clients.
0: Selling out doesn't matter unless your fucking face is on it. No one cares if the producer or the creative director or the cinematographer works for a corporate gig. They only care if the face if the face on camera sells out. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. my
1: friend I have great clients. Like my friend Ewan is the best. Like I've been doing some documentaries uh recently for them before all this shit hit the fan. Um and he's just like here's what I want to make Go make it, and he leaves me the fuck alone. I think it's it's great and I'm I have some really great stuff uh that's in the can like you were in one of them that was supposed to premiere this month for a big car event uh, did a documentary around flowers
0: uh, <laughs> oh yeah the, but, the 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 those are the Dutch flowers yeah yeah Amsterdam so most
1: flowers of the most of the flowers for Europe or roses specifically are grown in Naivasha, Kenya. So, we did a film about how the flowers that go to your house in wherever come from basically two spots, Quito, Ecuador, or Naivasha, Kenya. And then how it wasn't really possible 50 years ago without air freight. So now you can have like beautiful, fresh flowers all the time for relatively cheaply.
0: And that's, was that Emirates freight? Emirates cargo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Emirates car cargo, yeah.
0: But I think um, when you. Cause like to go from LA to just like move to Dubai is a f- is a pretty big jump. What was it like? You met Phil when we were filming Drive in Dubai. Was that it?
1: Yeah, because we were here on Valentine's Day five or s- five years ago. I feel like it was twenty fourteen
0: or fifteen.
1: Yeah. I, was, I like I had a good time. And then we, we just talked we about chatted. that on the last
0: show. And when we, when you and I went to uh, went to Oman and the Aston Martin, and nobody, no, everyone thought I was making fun of them for complimenting their old Lexuses and they all thought I was being a dick. <laughs>
1: No, the Lexus is the best fucking car here. You get all the black tint, Yeah. You ride people's bumpers. You flash your lights and people move out of the way. It's the best. (laughs) Or Land Cruiser. But I. It's a great car. The The
3: LS400 is such a fucking
0: good car. Yeah, but we were in the. Okay, so we were in the Middle East February, like 15, 2015.
1: Yeah. We had a good time. It wasn't a million degrees. I was fooled by the weather, (laughs) wondering. It can't get that hot. I grew up in Florida. Like, that's hot. Like, it can't be that bad. Uh, so, we missed the summer. Phil chases me for basically all summer. It's like, come over for, like, so it'll be the end of whatever that year is. Come over for a month or two. Come over, do some more fun work, shoot some racing. Then the end of it was like, you want a job? I'm like, yeah. Because our YouTube channel, Drive, was sold and being ended. So it's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. So I'm like, let's go to Dubai
0: for a year. <laughs> Four years ago. More than a year. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's well, been it's more tough. than a year. I mean, it's tough. The, the job that you clean. have in Dubai, it's not that it doesn't exist here, but it's just did not. It's a very rare job to have here in LA it's our your job typically exists on like a freelance gig basis here and not on a permanent salary basis that's like for a creative that's a fucking hard thing to to say no to
1: yeah and not funding a Donald Trump presidency is really nice as well with taxes (laughs) oh yeah also
0: say there's some tax advantages
1: uh and the wine yeah there's uh no fuck I would I wish I could get some of the wine that the store near uh the old warehouse
0: was oh there's so much good oh at the at the wine house yeah they had some good yeah. we've actually you know Ugh. the the wines um booze is up there's <laughs> not it's not a problem All getting always wine. goes up in. yeah uh, it's not a problem yeah, getting down wines although um you know uh blanton's which is our our favorite uh sort of still drinkable uh bourbon like Thad introduced me to Blanton's, and me and Zach and ye- together, when I mean, we went to film that Corvette in Kentucky, yeah. and we were we, we were there when we were they were bottling the shit, and I was at the store uh, yesterday, and a and a bottle. Do you remember how Thad? Do you remember how much a bottle of Blanton's was like four or five years ago?
1: Would have been like fifty bucks.
0: A hundred and forty nine dollars at the store yesterday. Whoa! for You're kidding for regular ass bought- Blanton's.
1: I bought a bottle of wow. Scotland for seventy. Mm. Of Blanton's,
0: Be, I think. Wow. I have a feeling that because people who like to drink good shit are now stuck at home, that people are buying. Well, fuck it, I'm gonna yeah. get a bottle of Pappy and drink that shit to my face. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know cheaper than I mean? buying shitty stuff <laughs> yeah, at the bar. I mean? That wow. that would if you were here, wouldn't you buy like a bottle of Pappy and just sit at home and just sip it for the next month by yourself? I have. Two bottles
1: of Yamazaki 12-year in the oh, way back. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Though,
1: I remember those when we would just drink it because it's cheap and good. It yeah. was, yeah. And
3: then the, some it was fucking like $45. magazine. Well, it won. And then it won whiskey of the year for the world. Yeah. And then it was $26 a shot. Yeah. Really quickly. Yeah, it's and, insane. And it went away. So
1: that's – I have a uh, – the status of what I'm drinking. The the further along this shit goes, the better the booze gets.
0: Oh, see, that's a good strategy. Yeah, yeah, it gets the booze gets better and better as you as you get deeper into it. Our friend Dave Dave Feinsilver is going to find himself oh, there. Yes,
3: well he has a supply uh, that can last a town.
0: He's yeah he, he's <laughs> our friend Dave uh, is a, a visual effects supervisor for movies and a very talented one. But he I think you probably seen maybe seen him on Instagram before. He's a collector of fine rare bourbons, um, and he's probably got I don't know two hundred bottles, three hundred bottles, every single one of which is something very special. And uh, oh, he's,
1: he's twenty five thousand dollars worth of booze.
0: Easily. If it's that, if it's that little, I'd be shocked. I think it's probably more by now. It's oh a, it's God. a whole room at this point. <laughs> it's a room. It's an entire room of liquor at this point. And uh, man, is he working his way through that? You just got <laughs> like under though. his kid's crib. He's like, the
3: kid's not using this part. <laughs> He's running out of
0: space. Yeah, got nothing you to do with there. You sleep on the boxes. I mean, you know, so the, he showed me
1: at your wedding. It was, it's insane. I'm yeah. like, you went hard, Dave. Like, <laughs> you fully committed to this. I think it's I think they've
0: shut down some of the Facebook like groups that were doing the giveaways or the the raffles or whatever kind of like whatever the scams were <laughs> that were going for, on. For the bur- For the booze. Yeah, the booze on Facebook. He said they should, they've knocked down some of that oh. and they don't, they're not really allowing it
3: anymore. I don't know they even have the, well, I'm not in that circle, but. Yeah, no, know. I think if Johnny was talking about that shit too.
0: If you're like, you, you, you join these Facebook groups and you either, you know, you put in 20 bucks or
3: something. Oh, or fit, right.
0: And the winner gets like a thousand dollar bottle of bourbon or whatever the fuck it is. You know? Why'd
3: they squash it? They're like, this is only for fantasy football. Excuse me. <laughs> Gambling and child porn only, please. Fantasy or election drinking, interference right. maybe, but not booze. Yeah, no no fantasy alcohol here, no. sir.
0: Yeah. And in LA, you uh, know, weed is considered an essential service. And so all the ganja stores are, are open. Um I have not seen much gouging with weed. In fact, on the wholesale level, prices are down, which is quite nice. I got enough fucking weed to last until the actual apocalypse right
1: now. we're good. Well, <laughs> we're okay. Jana's- Jana's husband, Tony, works for a CBD manufacturer, and they're like, they have so much de- demand for production, but you can only have so many people in the business right. now, so they're like, they have a backlog yeah. right, of things, and they, they're like, they can't keep up with demand. Well, like hopefully this doesn't fund the robots that
0: time. replace all of us. That would be a problem, know, right? Fun. All of a sudden, it's like, wait! All this orders for shit and no people, but all this money. <laughs> Fuck! I mean, we don't. How do we do it without yeah, people? Fuck! This, this could be used as an argument <laughs> That's it, for that. Yeah. Um, so tell us about that, or tell our people really. Like, what is what's the car scene like in Dubai?
1: Uh everything. Like, I, I, I've seen. Like the
0: stereotype is supercars, but is that the reality? Let me tell
1: you. In one afternoon, in about 30 minutes, I was leaving from my friend's house to go to the Four Seasons to have some drinks. I saw 13 different Rolls Royces in 15 (laughs) minutes. What?
3: 13 I
1: think I'll send you a picture of the guy with five in
0: front of his house yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there was a guy with like five phantoms in front of his house. they're
3: all and they're all like the same color weren't they it was just like the monochrome she, thing does happen over there and his sure. uh his oh, driveway was not really big enough to hold like that was a weird house because I'm sure no. it was nice and behind the wall it's like very fancy but the driveway just looked like a normal two and a half bath yeah. townhouse yeah and then there's five rolls roses the- in front
1: they build these houses on with zero lot lines and spread the house out to every last inch. And then they have like just big rooms with all the furniture pushed against the walls and a rug in the middle. I don't get it. Like, I want space. Go the fuck away. And like, they have
3: space there, <laughs> right? So, so,
1: uh, no, but they build all these really big houses on top of each other, which I don't, I don't, uh, it doesn't
0: make sense to because me. Because someone came to right? Beverly Hills and was like, in Beverly Hills, they have very big houses yeah. next to each other. Do that. Like, it's, that's, pretty, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah.
1: Their neighbors are as close as your house is. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're right there. I remember when, uh, when
0: Chris Harris came to Los Angeles and, uh, I took him out to the canyons in, uh, in LA. And it's really weird at the very base of the canyons, you know, or even sort of like the towns like on the far side of the mountains, it's like you're, you're basically in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like if you live in like Valencia or Castaic or whatever, like you've decided to live outside of town. Okay. But why would you live 50 miles outside of town and then live six feet from your neighbor? Like, you yeah. I mean, like, you're living in like a, dunk, 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 like development that's already yeah. most of the way outside of town. What are you doing? Yeah. Go one more mile.
3: <laughs> you you don't want to be near those people, but these people you love. <laughs> yeah. These are my friends. Yeah. Chris Harris was flabbergasted why somebody would live in
0: like a planned community with, like, you know, wall-to-wall homes six feet from each other, 50 miles outside L.A. He was very confused by that. Yeah, I I totally agree. I've been confused by it ever since. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. That was five years ago. Well, (laughs) because we've
3: seen those ranch houses that are, like, up on the hill or just out in the grass. You're like, that looks really nice. And then you see, like, a housing development. I'm sure the houses are cheaper, but it's just like... Or a house that's, like, one
0: dope house that's, like, on a beautiful cliff, and you're like, wow, that's sick. It's directly above the 405 freeway. (laughs) you're like, "What? Yeah.
3: Why there?" Do you want a view but you but you don't want to pay for a view? Here you go. Maybe they people just love traffic. Thad has
0: an airport view in <laughs> Dubai. What? Not right now. <laughs> no.
1: Uh I have the Burj Khalifa view when it's not sandstormy and clear.
0: Oh, that's cool.
3: Is it sandstormy right now?
1: Uh it was the past 2 days. T- today is all right, but
3: uh when it stands, yeah, it's sand Is it like it gets kind of hazy and you just can't see cuz the or I'm or is this like the big sandstorms where it looks like everything is ending? It's not like the mummy. And The rock it's not like yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: No. It's like it'll it'll like kinda blow in, it'll be really windy, you get no visibility, like there's just sand in the air. And it like it fucks up your lungs. It's it's terrible. And usually the day after it's nice and clear and pretty, but it depends.
3: Uh it depends. So I mean, so people there's plenty of people with plenty of money in Dubai, and they can buy supercars and they can buy all that stuff. But what about? So I'm looking at like this this post about the Dubai high school scene, and I'm seeing the was it which Nissan is it with like the four liter RB engine? Are are there a lot of like creative modified cars there because you can get some weird stuff and people have money, or does everyone just go for like what's at a dealership, what's fancy and fast?
1: Both actually is not the, that's not the good answer. Like if you go to, I think it's carculture.ae uh, that's like the, the best uh, website for all the, the the cool tuner cars in the area. Uh, my friend Alex uh, just got an NSX and he put all the fucking ricer stuff on it. It's straight piped, but we're in quarantine right now. I've been, I've been wanting to drive this thing for like two weeks, but he waited Ten years to get his dream car. Yeah, this is it. Car culture. So they oh. do a lot of lowered bag stuff, and there's some cool stuff. There's some shit, but um, these are the these are the preeminent guys to find what's going on down here at the time. Like they just did a, a big car show called Made. So lots of lowered <laughs> slam stuff and some hot boy hot boy stuff. Cool. So there's this kind of thing, and like I'm sure you've seen the Aston Martin with like the LS swap. I, it I have
0: car? it. Oh the, a s- car, right? oh, the drift car, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, drift car, yeah. I love that car. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, is it a Vantage? Yeah. Oh, it's a, yeah, yeah. a kind
3: of an interesting it looks, idea. I'll find it.
0: It looks a Vantage drift sick. car might be pretty rad. Actually, I mean, it's like roughly the footprint of like a three seventy Z, right? It's got good you know, balance.
1: The, the Vantages here are so cheap.
0: Yeah, they're pretty cheap so here cheap. too. But I mean, what I what I do find kind of interesting about dubai is with it's at least my impression of it is there's not a lot of nostalgia you know for anything nobody really buys uh, the car they dreamt about in high school it's all it's either kind of the newest thing or it's um you know pretty crazily modified or it's, like, the nicest thing you can afford. But it's not, like, they don't have a sense. They don't have ironic cool. You know what I mean? You're not going to s- see. Yeah. Um, but they did have some, like, some pretty crazy shit over there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but it just, it's some of the stuff that, like, Thad, remember, like, those sort of, like, lesser pre-merger AMGs that you were sending me from Dubizzle, like, two years ago, like, the the <laughs> the the, 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 the C, or E34 or whatever, CE34, like, the coupe.
1: There's, like, a C43s that pop up. It was, like, the the, boxy one.
0: Yeah, like, those are crazy, crazy cheap. There's just no nostalgia for those, right? It's either, like, super classic icon or brand new.
1: Well, I I went and, well, this year has fucked my plan for, uh, but I went and test drove a Ferrari 360.
3: Yeah, Um, did you like it? Yeah, man.
1: Loved it. I think I sent Zach Zach a picture. He did.
3: it was but so it's, nice.
1: Cars like that don't get any love right now. It's like forty-eight thousand dollars. Oh, really? And any, yeah, any three hundred and sixty in the states right now is sixty. Like nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, these in cars fairness, we cars. have
0: fucking Carfax here. <laughs> it's a, like like no, the it's, average quality of a used Ferrari in Dubai is definitely worse than the average quality of a used Ferrari here.
1: It was owned by a Swiss guy its entire time. It would have been the sec, second or third owner. Oh.
0: But I mean, look, 48 grand were, for a 360 is not bad. It's, it's amazing. God, it's not bad, at bad kidding. At all. It's, it's incredible.
1: A, I drove it, and it, it was like, this is great. The clutch the F1 thing is like, it is what it is, but it wasn't terrible. I think It's still for sale. I think it's listed at 195,000 dirhams, which is like 50 grand. And how many but
0: kilometers were on it?
1: 60,000 kilometers? or yeah, That's 30, not terrible. 60, no, that's okay. It was second, yeah. no, like, And it just had a recent service and all that stuff.
0: We're going to have, but- um, on Friday, uh, Rob Ferretti is going to be on the show, and he's been through, fuck me, I mean, not even including the rental company, He's. I'm just talking about personally, he's mm. been through at least three 360 Spiders, maybe four at this point yeah. he, he literally buys them for like fifty thousand dollars with miles thirty forty fifty thousand mile cars f1 cars buys them with miles puts a new set of tires does a service and puts five to ten thousand miles on it over the course of a year and then sells it for exactly what he paid for it and it will and it costs yeah. him five grand to own a 360 for a year I mean that the math exactly. yeah, the 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 cuz when you're buying a used car especially used Ferrari or used exotic of any kind it's it's math in math out right you know it's it's both ends of it and yep. so if you have 50 grand or 60 grand plus some left over for emergency you know or if you have really good credit like I think Rob has very good credit so he goes through PenFed or one of these guys and and he has decided that he can make more interest on his money by and then take out a lower interest loan, costs him one point nine percent to borrow the money, but he earns four percent on the interest or whatever it is, and so and then he nets out. It's like yeah, couple grand, two, three, four thousand dollars to drive a Ferrari yeah. for a year or two. Yeah, it's
3: not much for the amount of money you'd put out to drive an Optima. Like yeah, the amount of money you would put like out to drive one. anything. Yeah,
0: anything. I mean, you know, unless you're talking about like the a, a perfect zero dollar maintenance car. Your M3. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, know? yeah. You know, it's, uh but I, dude, Thad, if I were you, a 360 is not a bad way to spend your time over there. Is it, it was a coupe well, or Well, this
1: year's, this year's kind of fucked things a little bit. So I don't think it's the most fiscally responsible decision to buy a, a Ferrari for my birthday. We'll, <laughs> we'll give it another year. But like a 360, I think is way prettier than a 430. And I think it'll age much better if you look at it for keeping it for 10 years or whatever. Then it's, I think it's not a problem to buy it at the bottom of uncool valley.
0: Uh, um, I agree; it's, they, it's reaching minimum cool right about now. Um, yeah, pretty soon they're going to start. Four
1: thirty is not handsome.
0: No, they're not, and, and and I've driven all of them, and they are definitely faster than the three sixties. But I don't really think they're much more fun. Um, uh, they don't sound as nice. Um, The performance differences to me are not I'd rather have a 360 with a really nice exhaust And a set of challenge wheels and grills Than a 430 personally
1: Yeah, concur
0: I've been eyeing concur. 328s though
1: I'm Oh, gonna, they're so expensive now
0: 328s? No Yeah, There's, dude they're, yeah. they're in the 40s they're, and they're 50s
1: You'd be surprised, man I On my germ I, I should probably not tell everybody but there's a German classified thing that covers most of Europe. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the best to, to see all of it. The 328s are not cheap.
0: What are, where is are $65,000, $70,000. Well, not yeah, a, it's yeah.
1: not a $60,000 driving experience.
0: Uh, I think it's probably a $60,000 ownership experience. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if my Safari 911 lives up to the amount of money I've put into it if you really want to talk about dollars versus driving experience, but... But it's still, I still fucking like it a lot. <laughs> That's know? a good
3: point. The ownership experience versus driving experience for value. That's right. an interesting difference. Yeah. Like metrics, kind of. Is a Safari 911
0: metrics. on the road a $120,000 driving experience? Absolutely. No. No, not really. No. But I still, it is a $120,000 ownership experience because it it, oh, wor- yeah. it works, it's comfortable, it's
3: usable. It gets it it's gets reactions cool. from people right? but without being overtly douchey. It can go lots of places. Yeah. 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 And in, I mean in the dirt it's a very exciting driving experience. Yeah, it's in still, the dirt. It's still not I mean, for a hundred you know, you can buy a used rally car yeah, like, for yeah. twenty grand. Yeah. And it'll it'll probably be faster. Not maybe not as durable it doesn't have the lift on it, but you add all those mm-hmm. things together. I never noticed on the 430 it has this weird hump, like the air intake over the the, the, the top the, mount intake. Yeah, it's like it. It's, yeah, it's compared fine. to the 360, which is much more proportional and smoother, and like the headlight size looks better compared to everything else. I never noticed, like yeah, it's feminine. Yeah, 360s that, are but, much
0: prettier cars than the 430s. Although a 430 with a manual gearbox fucking rules.
3: That's a Michael Fuchs, like Michael look, Fuchs car. It's right like there. they added the intake aftermarket almost. It's just like it. It stands out quite a bit <laughs> yeah. from the rear fender. I never noticed yeah. that.
0: Minimum four thirty yeah. is pretty cheap though too. I mean, you know, yeah, bottom of the market on a four thirty is like in the like eighty thousand bucks. They're they're pretty wow. cheap. Uh, you know, on, pretty cheap is obviously a very relative term, folks. I'm not trying to be super snobby about it. I'm talking about a car that was almost three hundred thousand dollars new. Yeah,
3: and for what it is, and for Get the this. performance and everything else.
1: Fifty four grand all day long in Dubai for
3: a four thirty. yeah. Day. So do you yeah, think that's very, far- very,
0: very cheap?
1: <laughs> it's that's very- super cheap. It makes you go like, oh, fuck. Fifty four grand. The average price of a new car is thirty seven. Yeah. I mean, and very, very cheap, price.
0: especially because if it's got they go through clutches, those things, if you don't know what they're yeah. doing. So if it needs a clutch, that's ten. But, besides yeah. and, and they crack headers. So besides that, they're actually quite robust and reliable.
3: Do you think that uh, supercar prices are a little bit less in Dubai? You know, for a comparable car here, because of because of the amount of money people have there, and they they treat them a little more like they're disposable. Or do you think oh, is it a an, the environment of like sand and heat and stuff also damages them, or both, or or which?
1: I think it depends on like who has it? Like there's a lot of people that just get the new thing and get the new thing and get the new thing. And th- th- you have to sell things cheaper because you may not have as big enough market, but a lot of cars recently have been going back out to Europe. Like, uh, what is it? The an FF was $60,000 or
0: 55,000. Wow, that's really cheap. Thing. Wow. That's real cheap. It's like, ooh. I mean, what, you know, a yeah. lot of, a lot of, Cars get exported from here and Europe to the Middle East. You know, um, you can buy U.S. spec cars and European spec cars in the Middle East. They don't really care. Yeah. They don't have, at least that. Maybe you can correct me if uh, I think they don't have the same type of Carfax-like service that we have here. And so there's more cars, but you and the prices are lower. But sometimes the histories are a little more questionable
1: yeah you you definitely have to do your due do do your due diligence on finding a clean car uh and you know that's the hardest thing because sometimes like there was a clk 63 amg black series like parked around a corner covered in sand outside unloved for three hundred thousand dirhams I think is what it's sold for. But like why you've got this brilliant car, you're parking it in a dirt lot. <laughs> fucked That's by amazing. the fucked by the weather. Like what are you doing? Yeah. Like, for a price do you comp- not really um, give a shit.
3: For price comparison for people, I just looked up for FFs and they're about one forty to one sixty on auto tempest versus what do you say, sixty thousand dollars? Yeah, I mean it's a big oh, yeah, difference. Go
1: to, Go to Dubizzle and punch it in, so uh, you can double check. This was like a
0: couple weeks ago. Yeah, if the 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 hard bottom for a clean titled FF here is like a hundred and twenty five grand. I mean, the hard yeah, bottom this was, for a V twelve front engine Ferrari with a, a dual clutch. Amazing cars. Yeah, and and with a dual clutch, it's a big dis- big distinction because the dual clutches don't break. Like no more clutch service. Like if you've got a dual clutch yeah. car, like that's gonna work um uh, versus you know with a, a 430 or a 360 where if the first or second owner didn't know how to fucking drive it right they could smoke the clutch um
1: yeah let's reverse up this hill <laughs>
0: like
1: it's <laughs> yeah. not going to work
0: out Oh, god yeah.
3: we're loaded on a trailer badly yeah flat
0: uh tr- truck drivers truck drivers are like truck uh truck and trailer drivers like can can really they can fucking destroy clutches i think uh
1: so Divide by the three point six seven five, and it gets you gets you the dollar
3: price. Divide by three point six seven five. Three point six seven five. I mean, I yep. go to the calculator, but you, you know. can
1: sort you can sort by lowest. Uh, but Matt, the thing that you have me on in my brain because going in your Kuntosh is the fucking coolest shit ever. Yes, It's a it Diablo. Is. Diablos are
0: minimum right now. Now is the time... I mean, probably Uh, six months ago was really the time to buy a Diablo, but you can still get into a Diablo for reasonable money and get something that's pretty fucking awesome, actually. Um, They're, like... I mean, they're expensive, but, like, I think... You know, I think you can get into a very early Diablo for still under $200. And a a uh, nice one. And that's probably a pretty good place to get in on those. Um
1: Dude, and they're so pretty.
0: They are and like they it's they have so cool nicely. to get out
1: of your fucking car and the doors go up <laughs> and it looks cool with with gold wheels. It's such a cool fucking car. But Getting out of it with the
0: doors going it. up is not nearly as cool as fucking popping the doors from across the street.
3: That's the that's
0: way <laughs> way cooler. Oh yeah,
3: you need the, the the clicker.
0: Yeah, I got the clicker oh. and there's fucking people will be squatting in front of the car taking a picture or something and I'll fucking pop the door from across the street they lose their shit. Ain't nobody it's got that. It's the best. Like, that one.
1: that's you can't get rid of that thing. That's a forever car. It's I can
0: I'm not awesome. going to get rid of it. I want to keep it. I have no I don't have a desire to get rid of it. I've been and I took it out uh the other day for Lamborghini exercise day and it was 2 weeks since I drove it and I drove it about 55 miles, and it was fantastic. It's great. No reason yeah, to do anything. Yeah,
1: because my mental math was in your same Italian exercise days, I could drive to Jebel Jays, go up Jebel J's, come back, or do the same route we went to Oman and come back. Yeah. And that's like 100 miles. Yeah. Give or take.
3: Jebel Jason like back would be amount. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that road is shaped like, like a really nice road course too.
0: Yeah, for those who have never heard of Jebel Jace, it's also known as the Road to Nowhere, and it's sort of outside yeah. of Dubai. I don't know, 40 miles maybe, and uh, it's an
1: hour from my house <coughs> to the bottom of it. On the, they have a new road that goes
0: straight there. It's pretty hour, fucking awesome. That. There's really no laws, <laughs> and uh, it's very wide and very very steep and cool. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. The uh, there's a guy. Uh, there's a thread on like Reddit the other day. Did we talk about this on the show or off the show, Zach? I think we talked about it off the show. Mm-hmm. There's a thread on Reddit the other day, um, and someone just asked like what people who owned V12 cars what their fuel economy was, and so people were responding it. with various cars and whatever. And one guy responded and said he had a Diablo that he had put 115,000 miles on driving from uh, London to like the south of France and Italy and Switzerland and shit over a period of like 10 years. Uh, which sounded that's really boss to, to me.
3: That guy has had such a good life. What's the highest life.
0: mileage Diablo I've ever seen? What's that? What's the highest mileage Diablo they've ever seen on Lambo whatever forums that is? Have you seen any like, have you seen anyone thad in, over there who's got a ton of miles on one of those cars like that?
1: Not like that. Like the, the rental or the, the Lexus ES 300 Ubers, I asked them how many miles they have on it. Every time I get in the car, they have like 300,000 on a car. That's like, not that old, wow. like, whatever goes wrong. They're like, nothing,
2: Yeah, <laughs> nothing.
1: We, we, we just changed the oil. Like the cars run 24 hours a day. Usually two guys own it together. So one does a day shift for 12 hours and one does a night shift. Damn, you know, like the only oh, time wow. we turn off is for maintenance and fueling.
3: And, wow. And that's it. Lexus engineers should go there and but, just like talk to those guys. Instead of running the Nardo ring with a team, they're just like, here's a car, Uber it for a year, and then we'll, uh, we'll read, the di- read the diagnostics later.
1: Well, and conversely, like they had the Model X Teslas floating around for a little while. I got in one of those and the back window was rattling like a nineteen eighty nine Honda Civic. Yeah. It was just like How is this a hundred thousand dollar car? And it's fucked already.
0: Well, like be, I mean, you know why. You know you Yeah, know I know why, the I know why that. but
1: it's like it was like one of those like oh come on, you gotta be kidding me.
0: Yeah, I mean Teslas are not uh quality products that are built to last. They are techie products that are designed to wow you in the showroom right now and Tesla doesn't give three fucks what that car looks like with a hundred thousand miles on it. Um was oh Zach found a Mer yeah, the X rental Mercy with two hundred and fifty eight thousand miles on it. I bet
3: that car runs good. I bet the engine runs good. I bet yeah. it's got some scratches and I bet I bet the plastic interior just If they haven't restored it, it's going to be like that faded. I don't know. Remember, they they used like the same kind of matte black plastic Mm -hmm. in the Gallardos and the Mercys for a while, Mm -hmm. and it just like, Mm -hmm. it just looked dull new, and then it dullened (laughs) and dusted and scratched, and it just kind of, I don't know, it always looked a bit aged.
0: Yeah. No, they don't look great with a lot of miles on them, but I mean, it's not the worst one I've seen. The worst Mercy I've ever seen condition-wise is for sale right now in the dupont registry again and it's very cheap i think it's 75 or 80 thousand dollars and it's a stick wow is it
1: is it a dead rapper mercy and it's another no
0: that car is lost to the annals of time i i don't remember where the dead rapper mercy ended up this one this guy in texas who i met it's it's a green car and it has uh It's been like, it's got like an American flag sort of paint job on the side of it with like the signatures of like thousands of highway patrol officers on it. And it's paint, it's all paint and that would be one thing okay it's got kind of an ugly paint job but that's probably immune to speeding tickets um but like when i saw it just like it had like four mismatched tires and the exhaust was bent and the whole fuck everything about it was bent or broken and so it was it was very cheap on on it's in dupont registry right now but it it looked like uh, it was like as bad as like not quite as bad as Freddy's movie Mercy, but as close. I mean, it was it's it was janky, Jeez, and, and that was the that's pretty much the worst one I've seen outside of Freddy's trashed Mercy, which uh, he did fix reasonably well. Yeah, he, he fixed everything. I drove that car very briefly. Yeah, it was mechanically it was still a little rough. But oh, really? Looked, well, yeah, it was a SEMA car, and so and then a movie car. It was a movie car and then a SEMA car. So it looked really nice.
3: It just felt a little sloppy. That was all. I mean, I'm sure, unless he did the bushings and checked all the, like, frame, like, yeah. A movie car probably gets driven really, really hard, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. one that's doing a lot of stunts on Fast and Furious. So, like, all the things that are bolted together are going to jiggle loose a little bit. It and then if it goes to tired. SEMA, it doesn't have to drive at all. Right. So they're not replacing any bushings unless they're selling them. So yeah. that's just. <laughs> no yeah, it was literally. fine it it drove it was all right it just felt a little on the tired side you know i was driving I behind love, like oh go ahead then
1: oh sorry i do love freddie's channel though like when we met him however many years ago and like he came in we interviewed him and the thing was like all right it's a cool dude but, like the past couple of years he's been making some really awesome stuff
0: uh he made been, some really uh, smart choices he was like yeah, I've been watching He was like, like these Pimp My Ride cars did well on TV 10 years ago. Let me repimp the same cars on the internet. It's genius. Yeah, yeah. I'm like
1: I don't I can't wrench on a fucking car, but I like watching him do it and like do whatever he's doing. I think it's kind it's nice because there's nothing really good on TV anymore.
0: Uh I can't uh I don't I don't really watch his show, but I'm happy that he's doing a thing that has gotten him so successful and i like talking to him about it it's like everyone else i don't watch anybody's show but i text back and forth with them we talk about what they're doing because that's a lot faster yeah it's a lot faster yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. um thad what about the what's going on in the fucking dunes out there what are people doing in their dune builds
1: uh they're just crazy like it's all about the nissan patrol the nissan patrol is the one
0: why is that the one
1: it's a, basically, it's an inline six with a cast iron block, and you can put, like, 50 pounds of boost through it.
0: Jeez. That's the, R- those are the RB30s and 40s, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's, I rode in a thousand plus horsepower one at the racetrack in a, in a standing mile thing.
0: Oh, my God. What it's, did it do in the mile? It's not
1: okay. It's not, <laughs> it's it- not okay to go that fast that high up. It's no. I like, think like, like, a big lifty feeling.
3: Yeah. Well, that's because all the air is running into the windshield and then just pushing the front, the whole thing, like tilting the whole thing back. Uh, Well, do you remember the mile number? The
1: the model number? No,
0: no. The mile number. You said you did a standing mile. What was the number? Uh,
1: Fast. I think it wasn't like a full mile, but I think we hit like. 260 270 kilometers oh my hour.
0: god that's really fast yeah it's like 160 miles an hour
2: what, <laughs> that's really yeah, yeah. Are there... it's on the
1: it's on the front straight of the dubai autodrome like um <laughs> on it's... their they do like a a a, a roll racing night mm-hmm. uh for things so there's like faisal took his p1 lm out there um <coughs> which is the coolest fucking car it's the coolest shit ever um if you go to his Instagram, you could probably see it, Zach.
3: What um, what year are of patrol are people mostly modifying? Are they like these more boxy ones, or like what what years were the big four liter RBs? Show me. It's like late nineties, right? Big, like I'm ninety eight
0: to 02, like the same time the R thirty four Skyline was being made.
1: Like, yeah, kind of, Zach. Move your cursor up. Yeah, like that body style. The,
3: okay, the boxy ones. Yeah, like the, the y, boxy the guy
1: sixty or whatever. And they hold their residual value really well here because there's like, they take a lot of shit kicking. They're solid rear axle, front and rear. You put on like, um, like some Coney shocks, and you can just beat the shit out of them. Um, but every time I've gone off roading recently with people, we've gone over like four dunes and it got stuck. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck.
3: Well, you just need. Fuck oh my this. god,
1: It's just like. I don't want to dig out, dig myself out every time, so that, that kind of ruined it for me. It's like you, you're good and you got stuck.
3: <laughs> Look at that fucking turbo he just pulled up, dude! What the fuck? This, uh, this is a picture of so- a patrol that has like no front bodywork. It's got a huge intercooler, and then the turbo looks like a hundred millimeters, but it's not. It's mounted uh, a foot above where the hood would be. <laughs> And then the exhaust and wastegate pipes go off at a 45-degree angle to just like the driver's straight, left, yeah. just straight out. This is just pure so speed. Oh, my is, God. This... Look at all the stuff that's above the hood line. There's yeah. like an oil catch can. <laughs> they just bolted stuff anywhere.
1: Well, the, this is probably for Lee Wadoon Festival, which happens over like New Year's Eve and Christmas, where I'm off being a degenerate eating and drinking and uh, other things. So they do this in this giant fucking dune, out, like an hour outside of Abu Dhabi. It's called Liwa, L-I-W-A. And these guys is where everybody shows up. It's like a, a week party of off-road dune madness. Like they do all the racing at night during the daytime. So it's, it's, oh like, a, it's like a Glamis. Awesome.
0: It's like, a, yeah, it's it's like what they do in
1: Glamis here. Than, here it's, yeah. it's, it's fucking huge. Wow. wow. No. That dune is Ooh,
0: very new. tall. That is that Dude, I went
1: down there in the summer to do scouting for a Range Rover thing we were doing, and it's so fucking big. And coming down of it's terrifying.
0: Wait, so you drive up to the Dune and then you drive up it and then down it? Is that the thing?
1: No, the race is up, but we were out scouting to see if the new Discovery sport, the one with the asymmetrical tail, yeah, could go up. I'm like it can't go up like I don't know why I'm wasting my full day to go with your drivers like I know it can't go up they're like the the other marketing team we're working with like it can go up it's it's a Land Rover like it's not gonna fucking go up so we went there couldn't go up uh but coming down is this is also the hottest place I've ever been I think we went in July and we saw 54 Celsius on the clock oh my god that's
2: that's really
0: hot how far? Out of up, how car. far up this giant hill did you get in the Discovery Sport?
1: Um, go back to that picture.
0: The big the it's this dune looks like yes. it's got to be easily a hundred feet tall. Oh my god! Oh, Maybe. it's way bigger.
3: Than it's, that. Way, that. Way, Maybe yeah, more. it's way It's way bigger. This is hundreds. It's and probably hundreds.
1: halfway the distance between the the dune car and the white car. So about half, and then we kind of we it's the pictures don't show how big and steep it is
3: are they doing like timed hill climb for this kind of stuff like are there or is it just people go out with whatever they have and everyone just has a good time and tries to make it up or is are there like organized races and competitions of some kind
1: well first take to asking about like what cars i'm on look at all the cars in the in the foreground of what people are watching yeah, In a lot picture. of a Mitsubishis, those- a lot of
3: patrols patrols
0: and land cruisers. And- They're all patrols.
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I think they do a time race up the hill, I think is how they do it. And then but do what? Do they make just-
0: a U-turn and drive straight back down it?
1: Yeah, I think they just flip a bitch. They go through like their trap lights and uh-huh. then just come back down. <laughs> wow. So cool. Like- <laughs> And they build they build some of these cars with an engine built at an angle in the chassis to compensate for the hill. Right. So there's no oil starvation. Oh, no way.
0: Wow.
1: Oh, so they like, so like they like
0: cantilever their engine kind of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they Weird. It's not level in the car like it should be. Whoa. So they they build it in funky ways. That's, that's really clever. Very
3: strange. Does the drive shaft then have like some kind of U joint like a boat so that it? No, can... they
1: just they just change the the whole jump like they'll tilt the engine th- and then adjust everything for the engine
3: yeah but like i'm looking at this hill and you're going to need more than three degrees of engine tilt <laughs> <But laughs> like, to prevent it from no, oil starting like, aren't you? a
1: little bit helps more than like okay going 35 degrees vertical you know what i mean like a, another another can't
0: in it
3: gotcha helps. Yeah. wow this is this is serious. Have, has anyone brought That's probably
0: one? why that dude's oil reservoir in that image was so high up, I bet, because it has to be maybe above the engine, even if the engine is even if the whole vehicle is tilted up.
3: Oh, maybe yeah. like I, nothing I don't know about why how they, that
0: works, but that that that's a
3: possibility.
1: I don't know why the guys haven't heard of like dry sump, which I think would <laughs> solve all of these fucking problems. Just get an LS7,
3: right? Uh,
1: yeah, well, you could just dry some any of this shit. But whatever does, I don't
3: does know. anyone like, run you know like the iceland hill climb cars uh does anyone bring that stuff out like you know v8 weighs a thousand pounds with paddle tires all over the place
1: i, I haven't seen much of those uh, uh like buck what do they call it Buckshot, buck shots yeah oh those those two um,
3: yeah. yeah like is it just
0: so hot and sunny that they don't fuck with the buggies people want something they can be inside of
1: dude it's actually it's really nice out right now it's like it's pleasant but no, like know, in the just summer in general you're talking
0: out. about dunes you said that was the hottest place you've ever been
1: <laughs> yeah but it's also June or July I forget when I went it was in the middle of fucking summer but I
3: think but he's th- saying like our sand rails not as popular there as they are here at Pismo or Glamis because it's so hot like people want an enclosed car with a- with AC
1: dude they're all over they're all over like uh, they're always for sale the Polaris Razor oh, okay. like, okay. modage people love well, the strangest thing I think here for me is like a lot of local people just go to the side of the highway, drive up the little dune next to the highway and have like a picnic next to the fucking highway. <laughs> that, that, I don't get that. Like if you have the ability to go into the middle of nowhere, you, you clearly, you made it up the, the steepest part. Like just go another two dunes in and like have some privacy. I guess, Not next yeah. to basically the 405.
0: Like it doesn't make sense. That's very funny, but I've had I've had the urge like to just turn off the highway before. In fact, mm-hmm. when I had the Raptor, I think Thad, you and I did that
3: once. Uh, oh yeah,
1: we saw the 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 traffic backing up on our way to Vegas. We Going to
3: Vegas? Think. Yeah, yeah. I was in the back seat. Oh yeah, yeah. For we SEMA. T- yeah, yeah. <laughs> for SEMA. Yeah, just turned off the highway and uh, straight into the dirt. We took we were on the highway for a while or on the dirt for a while, and we ended up punching out like a Chevron at. Uh, the prim, or prim or something or
0: Gene. Yeah. So we were yeah. on the highway. It was, uh, we were on the dirt for 25 or 30 miles. But yeah. It was really awesome. <laughs> it's really so great. It was only a couple hundred yards from the highway, too. So you could see the traffic and just be going by it. It was fucking great. Um, yeah. We
1: were rooster tail and all these people were stuck.
0: I'm really, I'm waiting for that to happen. When I'm driving the Porsche. That, I'm really waiting to have that amount of usefulness. Have the excuse. You're like, all right. Uh, oh, Porsche update. Shout out to the guys at Thule because they're sending uh, vintage-style rails, uh, the cargo basket for our Safari <laughs> rally, assuming it happens. The go no go date for the safari rally is May first, so I I hope it happens. They're sending Zach and I uh, weatherproof duffel bags so we can mount those in the basket, and they're sending the ski uh, the ski attachments for winter. Sick, which is awesome. Are they,
3: are they um suction cup attachment? No, it goes on the rails. It goes on, all, goes on the rails. Oh,
0: yeah, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they uh. They offered to send the tent, the, the top, the, the the pop, the, the sleeper tent. What? And I was like, dude, you know, that's very, very nice of you, but Jews don't camp. And I'm not going to let you send me this probably very expensive tent that I will never, ever use. That's
3: very good and of it you. it takes up a lot of space. But and- also, like, uh, sorry, what's the shop that they put the rooftop tent on their safari? Kelly Moss. Kelly Moss. Yeah. Do they have to reinforce the roof nope. or the cage or anything? Nope. Wow. Yeah, just job No
1: reinforcing.
0: No reinforcing. It's The, the body's steel. You know, the rails are the rails are steel. You know, it, it's in theory. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I think there's probably a weight limit. I think it's probably like you know a couple hundred pounds or something. But but yeah, didn't uh, Kelly Moss put a car on top of that car? Uh, Pretty I sure they did. put a car on top of that car. Remember that? I think that was Kelly Moss, right, Dad? You remember that picture? They, no, I remember the. Because people Cicnero were asking if it was. Momo dudes. No, this guy's yeah, rack. People were asking. Was, was that who it was? Was it Momo? No, it was this. Kelly Moth. People were asking how much weight the thing would hold. And so they fucking forklifted a GT3 on top of the rack like a boss. <laughs> Get the oh, fuck really? out of here. That's so gangster. Fuck off. That's great. Yeah. So there that, you go. <laughs> so Holy crap. Isn't that cool? What, wow. a, great, what a fucking great picture that is, isn't it? What we were looking at geez. is a. Uh, cup car sitting on top
3: of a Safari nine eleven on the roof, literally sitting on top, level, incredibly. Uh, wow! So they just put they just put supports, not supports. They just whatever they put on top of the roof rack. It's the thing and that holds the, the tent. It. It's the
0: base for the tent. That it's is just insane. sitting on the base
3: for the tent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, your You're roof is very strong. Right. <laughs> your roof is incredibly strong. Yeah, I was not expecting that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kelly Moss's car is a little different from mine, but they didn't change the roof or anything. That, that's just that's how it comes. It's pretty cool, huh? Well, the,
1: <laughs> the, I, so someone on Instagram posted watching All Cards Go to Heaven again. So I reposted it. And then they asked me, like, are we going to do another one? And I know we had a, a, a chat on via email privately. But I think now that the world's ending, if we get a chance to do something Now that we have nothing else again,
0: to do. No, it's just, so I we mean, should, uh, the honest answer is it takes a lot of money. And I, we yeah, I'm saying, don't have to the viewers. money.
1: We're just going, just
0: us. Oh just yeah, it doesn't take any people. money at
3: all to just do it. It's all about the making yeah. of the movie. <laughs> we have all the camping gear. <laughs> yeah. Well, most of it we had to give a lot away on on all cars one, but yeah, we could just do it. Yeah, no. The unfortunate yeah, truth of of, of that trip is that uh, the making
0: of the movie is annoying and costs money, but the going mm-hmm. of the trip that was the lesson. We could just go. And not create any media, and it would be even more fun. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Then it would be relaxing. Yeah. It would be relaxing, fun, or terrifying, depending on what's happening, but not like the stress of did we get the shot? Yeah. How many cameras do we need? We need a moment here. How's this going to stitch in the store? Like, you got to think of all that stuff. And also, you know, it's,
0: I've said this before, but when we made the first one, it was like, okay, we just need to come up with the amount of out of pocket expenses it takes to make this the second one, it was like, okay, we need to come up with the out-of-pocket expenses, but we also need to come up with amount, uh, some money, to, because each of us has to put in several weeks of our time, and we need to pay for that. Now, we need to not only come up with the opportunity cost of us not working and doing our normal jobs, and come up with the expense of making it, but also, I don't want to have the four of us be cameraman and crew, that sucks. I don't want to do that. And so yeah. if we're going to do it again, we need to come up with a budget that will allow for an actual film crew, which is very expensive, as mm-hmm. you well fucking know. Oh,
1: re- remember the pilot we did with a film crew? Ugh,
0: that was oh, a piece of what? shit. When I
1: flew over there, when we had the G63. I forgot about
0: that. that. Yeah. I'm yeah. just
1: saying, let's go to fucking uh, Zach. Where did I send you the links to the self-drive safaris? On the What in South
0: Africa or something, Na- like Kruger? Namibia, <laughs> Namibia.
1: It was like fourteen days, twelve oh, yeah, hundred yeah. bucks. You get your own car. the The flight from Dubai to down there is cheap. I just got to get you guys here. I'm glad your push.
0: flight is cheap. Oh. What do you think? LAX to Namibia is. No, <laughs> notice he left out the flight from
3: here to Dubai.
0: No,
1: like. There's deals from LAX, and this coming. So year, what's the point?
0: Is it, are you saying we should buy some shitbox patrol and do this in a shitbox patrol? No, no, no. Patrol? this
3: is like a, a company no, they that
1: got cars for us. Yeah,
3: oh, you no. know, you pay them, they provide let's you an off road vehicle, and really, they just do the trip. That
0: sounds fantastic. I would definitely do Dude, that. I would 100 percent do a trip room, like that. That seems that room seems and great. It's
1: fucking great. Yeah, like, like let's I've bookmark that.
0: I could yeah, probably I get. Honestly, I could probably convince. Land Rover or someone to send us a truck there, if we were going to do that. I think it's that'd be it's real cool. I know the
1: I know the guy that runs Land Rover Middle East and Africa marketing.
0: Really, that's so it, that's probably the, the guy we, we need. A new Defender. Yeah, that's the that's exactly what we want to do for sure. But I think that's we about. we have to wait. But that sounds very good. That and we're doing really more cool. more of the yachts.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so jealous about your fucking yachts.
3: We missed. I didn't you listen this to the one.
1: episode because I was. I was going to ask you about it, but then the world's ending. Well, so.
3: someone asked earlier, we actually have a lot of questions, but someone said now that Thad's on, we should tell the boat story from our first trip. Oh, yeah. Which, <laughs> have we not told that story? Never on I the mean, show. We've alluded it's... to it. We've never actually
0: told it. Do we not? We, we, we can also not sailors. tell it. I, I have no problem telling it. <laughs> We've successfully completed a charter since then, so it's not oh, it's God. not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, all right. We what have there are too many day. super chat questions, folks, for us to I, get to all of them I, today. I told them to stop uh, a Cut while ago. Um, you want to tell that story? I'll tell it. That feel free to feel free to you jump in it, wherever captain. you like. Um, so captain? we charted we charted oh, a yacht in good. Thailand uh, two years ago, and. Uh, we, we had successfully gotten through, like, five days or so of our charter, and we arrived at a place called Koh Phi Don, which is, like, the party island uh, in Thailand. <laughs> it's basically like St. Thomas, if you're a Russian, <laughs> pretty much. But there, it was ravaged by a, a, a tsunami a few years ago, but there's all these clubs and bars on the beach, and it's a mixture of Thai people and... Uh, eastern european tourists who basically treat this place like their caribbean
3: um, and backpackers and backpackers, yeah. backpackers. like 22 right. year olds are you know sleeping somewhere for 5 yeah. bucks a night
0: right so we have this 50 foot catamaran and in a in a in this charter and we are given this instruction manual basically of everything you need to know to to take this boat from place to place when you arrive at Kofifi Don harbor you will anchor here in 10 meters of water do not anchor here or here or here etc right and the bottom line is if you follow the instructions and put your ego aside everything will be fine if you think stranger to this strange land that you are smarter than the book written by people who have been there boy, are you going to have a fucked time. And so, oh, Zach's got the map. There, that's perfect. Um, so Kofi I Fidon, thought we metered in the appropriate area, though, didn't not we? Not exactly. We were supposed to anchor, and if Zach zooms in on Kofi Fidon, uh and you switch to the satellite view, as you can see, there is, there's a northern harbor, and there's a southern harbor, and then there's sort of this land bridge in the middle. The land bridge You're is really-
1: where... Southern, we Yeah, we? so we
0: anchored in the southern harbor, and the land bridge is where all the civilization is, and the beach bars are on the northern beach. So in order to make our dinghy drive shorter, we got a little, a little closer in than the book told us to, and consequently we had to use a little less anchor chain, a little bit of a shorter chain.
3: We chose
0: to we chose to to not swing swing. into other boats (laughs) right yeah right and so okay we go to shore we start drinking we start partying we are continuing to party from you know 7 p.m. until 2 or 3 a.m. at 2 or 3 a.m. yeah Thad
1: are you going to talk about the storm in the middle of it that's
0: what happened at 2 or 3 a.m. at 2 or 3 a.m. oh fuck There is a Uh. giant windstorm, (laughs) crazy windstorm. It's blowing hard. We're
3: wasted and on the beach and going,
0: this fucking windstorm rules, party, Thailand, go be Vivi Don.
3: Well, and then the tide goes out, like we're walking right. on the beach and the tide goes out like a hundred feet and everyone walks out onto the, t- and I did it too. I was like, whoa, look at this. Look like at it's the- all muddy. <laughs> this is normally water. This is amazing. Right. Look how far away from like all the lights and the buildings I am. Isn't that incredible? Yeah.
0: And this is on the North Harbor. You cannot see to the South Harbor. You just can't from where we are. So eventually it's like 4 a.m. We're trashed. And we are now going back to the boat. <laughs> we find our dinghy on the beach and on the, on the South Harbor. We get in the dinghy. And as we begin to motor back to the boat, the dinghy engine the motor didn't work. dies. Yeah, the dinghy motor- engine
3: dies. I don't know why
0: it was never fixed.
3: I remember the gas tank flipping upside down for some reason. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I think we had to stop and like pump it. And then and then the engine died. I don't know if it got like air in the line or something, but it stopped. It It stopped stopped. working. And we had a pretty we were at the far end of the more like the mooring anchor harbor, like farthest away from the beach. Yeah. So we had a long
0: paddle. It was we had these shitty oars. You know, they're really for emergencies. And we had to paddle. So we fucking paddled to where our boat was anchored. And it's gone. It's totally <laughs> gone. The boat is gone.
3: And we kept going. That's ah, a little further. No, no, no. It's just it's just past this boat. It's yeah. just past and then yeah, there you, were no then, then there were you. no more boats it to go
0: you. past. <laughs> and it was totally gone. And we were fucked up. But I'm probably the least fucked up and the most worried of everybody. And I decide that our boat that we anchored in the wrong place has been towed by some authority. We paddle the dinghy back to fucking shore <laughs> <laughs> having not have it, with our whole boat gone at 4:30 in the morning. Ever and obviously everything is on our boat. Like other than our just our wallet and what we're wearing, we've got nothing else. Yeah. It's all on the boat. And so I am we're paddling and I'm panicking and we're thinking about what we're going to do. So we get to the shore and we try to find a police station. Which we f- do find, and Zach, you want to pull that map up again? The police station is going to be on the right side of the land bridge, sort of yeah, over, right kind of over here. there. Yeah, on the right. Yeah,
1: near the pier. Was, yeah, yeah, near the pier on the right.
0: Now, okay, we find that there's one cop in the police station. He speaks no English. I attempt to describe
3: to him what has happened, and he has fucking no idea what's going on. Well, I started using Google Translate, because mm-hmm. I was the only one of all of us that had a cell phone that still had a battery, and I think oh, I still yeah. had 13%, so it was like, there's never been a, a time where I should learn to be concise <laughs> more quickly. It was like, <laughs> choose your words wisely. My luxury
1: yacht, Catamaran, has is gone. Seem- seemingly- gone
0: missing well i i I, I remember approaching the, the the cop with the mindset of where did the police tow my boat to not necessarily that was the mindset was we were towed the cop has oh abs- yeah we
1: thought it was we thought it was taken for a political reason. No, no, no. no, no we no. thought we
0: anchored too close to locals' boats, and so they towed it. That's what we thought. Yeah, we exactly. said. I, I asked, exactly. like,
3: we asked, do you do you have a coast guard that tows boats? And he read it, and he just shook his head. He's like, I'm the. It was, his, his eyes were like, I'm the only cop. <laughs> There's two on the island. The other one's asleep, and it's four in the morning. What the fuck? Basically, Who do you think we
0: are? So,
3: we we get no help from this
0: cop uh but no. i i i believe it was me walk out on the front porch of the police station and i can see out into the harbor that that if i look outside the harbor further outside the harbor there is a speck of light let's take a step back you are not allowed to sail at night in thailand it's illegal after dark, it's illegal. Oh, that's a great 3D view, Zach. I like this. Okay. So you're not allowed to sail. So a, a light being on offshore would be incredibly unusual. Asterisk number two. Before we left the boat to go party and get fucked up, I do recall saying, let's leave every light on the boat on. That way people will think we're home and they won't maybe rob us. So. Correct. That was a smart thought. From the police station, I can look across the mouth of the harbor, out of the mouth of the harbor, into the open ocean, and see a speck of light, and almost immediately realize where our boat has gone. (laughs) (laughs) Zach and I grab the cop, point at the boat out in the harbor, and say, that's our boat. Help! <laughs> he <laughs> put, puts us, I believe, on his motorcycle. There's a motorcycle with like a sidecar, or I think something. he took
3: you and Tom because you guys went. And... We me, he took me and Tom
1: to then the. Me and Zach paddled out. No 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 no, 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 no,
3: You're jumping. Ahead. Thad, you and I went back to the dinghy. We were on timeout because I think we were the most fucked up. <laughs> so yeah. it was kind of like, oh, okay, 100 and Zach,
1: we were on time out. I can. It was uh, like uh, go guard the
3: dinghy. And so we just we lay on the dinghy and then got bit by sand fleas. And then so you and Tom went to a pier. We found some right? drunk fishermen who were sitting there just pounding liquor
0: on this pier. And <laughs> I took out all the money I had. I don't remember how much it was. I think it seemed like a lot, but it wasn't it was really like a lot. It was it. it was it was like thirty thousand bot or whatever it was, but I think it was like hundred wow. bucks. I pointed at the light. And I said, please, here is money. Take us there. The guy looked at me like I was such a shithead, but then did it. So, and here's where it gets real crazy. So we get halfway there, roughly about to where our boat should have been and wasn't. And this guy's fucking shit pile boat runs out of gas. Runs out of gas. The boat. We're, we're miles from where the boat is, but we can see it. So random this is where being nice to somebody helped us someone along the way So one of us was nice to a, as another person and they sent a message back. Thank you for being nice Another dinghy came by it's fucking 430 in the morning. We are floating in a black harbor black another dinghy comes by and they speak English perfect oh my god please help us our boat is out there we're fucking retarded all this is going on can we please have some gas they've got a red solo cup they pour gas from their can into the red solo cup which these fucking thai fishermen then pour into the top of their outboard and it's just enough gas for us to get this shit pile to the boat which is our boat we help the 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 Thai fishermen help us navigate the boat back into the harbor in pitch fucking
3: black. Now at this time, Thad and I are on the beach and we're just watching this one light far away from all the others. It's like watching a star, <laughs> and it starts to move. Yeah, and we go, I think it's yeah! worth. And we so we get in the dinghy and start our long paddle back to our general yeah. you know, parking area. Yeah, and so they we didn't want to try and anchor
0: again, and so these fishermen uh we gave them some more money and they rafted us up against their boat uh they which means you you tie the two boats together uh and we we spent the night incredibly embarrassed rafted up to these fishermen's boat but we fucking straight up the boat came off anchor in the windstorm and yep. literally went out to sea yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and if we didn't if we didn't go to the police station we wouldn't have had the angle, the viewing angle to see it because from the shore where the fishermen were, like the way the boats were moving around in the wind, like like actually when we went to where the boat should have been and we couldn't see it, it was we were actually blocked by another boat from being able to see it. Like it seemed impossible that the boat would have come off anchor and then also not hit anything else drifting out. And then the other boats moved back over to totally block our view at the very moment we needed to see that. Like we could have probably kept paddling and gotten seen it, it
3: probably. You know, and gotten it and figured it out on our own. But, but there like, was so much light around us like we had to be somewhere where you looked out and cuz it was the one light in a sea of darkness, Yeah, not among the other thing. And, yeah. and and people have picture yourself if you're looking out toward the ocean. If the boat had gone to the boat went to the left and got snagged on like a reef. If it had gone to the right, A tenth the distance it went left, it would have run into a cliff. Yeah, and then rocks and mountains, and it would have been a huge, huge problem.
1: Very fucking expensive.
0: It didn't hit anything. It didn't hit anything. No one ever found out about it. Nothing ever happened.
1: We had one little bit of damage from being tied up to the people, and I think that was there was a little scuff
0: from being rafted, which I did I did end up paying for, uh, and it wasn't expensive. It was a couple hundred bucks. The scuff. On the boat but fuck me dude i mean we came <laughs> we came minutes from absolutely oh losing a yacht in the middle of the <laughs> fucking uh uh Ao bay in thailand with nothing with no phones and no, no money and nothing
3: fucking well hell. we we bumped into a guy outside a bar <clears throat> and he he was like american we're like oh what's this place about and he had lost his passport at some point when he had gone partying on this island weeks ago and he was waiting for someone to mail him a new passport and in the time in the while he was waiting he had to get a job to pay for the room he was staying in, like the hostel, so he was working as a bar barker, trying to bring in tourists to drink at the bar, oh, oh. and so it was almost I like conversation. Conversation. oh yeah, I talked to this guy. It was like <laughs> it was like foreshadowing, like that would have been our life because getting a pa- a new passport made and shipped to that island <laughs> yeah. would have taken weeks. several weeks. Yeah, wow. Fuck that. But um, we were but very think... quiet the next day on the. All of us were very quiet on the boat. For all of us were really day. quiet, and I, oh, I.
0: And from, uh, it was a very valuable lesson. Experts wrote a manual so morons don't have moronic things happen to them. And you have to put your ego aside and you have to listen to the people who. Uh, wrote this thing to fucking help you. <laughs> and uh, in Tahiti, we were uh, exactly on point with yep. our navigation. We anchored exactly in safe places where we were told to anchor, and we had no drama whatsoever and, and no issues. And we certainly didn't lose a fucking boat. Yep. Woo! So that's there's your so, Thailand or Thailand boat story.
1: So the and. In the same vein of boat land, my friend Ewan, who I've talked about before, they're going to do a thing called the Nautical Three Hundred, which is basically gumball rally but with boats— with speedboats or sailboats, speedboats, whatever boats, whatever boats, doesn't uh. matter. Boats. It's about drinking and putting uh, young, young, young women in tiny bikinis uh. on your boat. Doesn't matter. So uh, that's going to probably happen in a year from now to do the launch for it, but,
0: but let's set, set me up with a, with a boat. I mean, I'm happy to do some media coverage. Let's get fucking Van Dutch on this or something. Let's get someone. Well, on of course.
1: It. That's what I'm talking about. Like, so for these rich guys that do gumball, like renting a boat or buying a boat isn't that big of a deal. And then they have services to get a captain for you or broker a boat. Yeah, like you. It's much more appealing than
0: actual gumball. I, I mean, a a flotilla of boats going from place to place and partying. I mean, that sounds Sounds way better than supercars being assholes on the highway. Way better. Can't get a speeding ticket. (laughs) Right, You Can't
1: get pulled over, and you'll be in like the Bahamas. Yeah, when there's like a there's a famous place that's like a little atoll. I forget what it's called, but they have the route planned already. Like to get a T-shirt, you have to like jump off the plank naked. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Like this it's it's full on party, boats and hoes, like <laughs> fire festival Branding, <laughs> they've been, of course it is Fire feel, Festival branding, but, but but not the fucked up part of Fire
0: Festival. Well, they've been doing these, you know, they call them poker runs. They've been doing those for yeah. for years, you know, on lakes with the cigarette boats, and you go from place to place and you collect your you know yeah. your poker card or whatever. But uh, and it's not a race; it's about the poker hand you get. Blah blah blah. But they're all going 100 miles an hour on
3: the fucking lakes. Jeez, no, crazy. I mean the Havasu Spring Break boat party is insane. So if this is just uh, a, a one that moves from location to location, yeah, like, like strange form of pirates. A- I don't know yeah, if I want to do the rich guy version of that though. I think I want to do the Havasu white trash version
0: of it.
1: I would love to do Havasu. but
0: Latin boobies. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to keep it. I'd like to keep it extra classy, please.
3: Uh, what do the well, people have to say? They have a lot to say. The first one was ask the, bo- the boat story. We'll try to. Well, let's focus on faddish questions first, and then okay. we'll save the rest uh. if we need to. Um, well, for another hold on day a second, before we're getting
2: that.
1: When is when is spring break, and when can I come back to America and we can rent a, a pontoon boat and go to Lake Havasu?
0: It just happened. I would
1: love so um, next year. It just happened. Everyone, the everyone took your... the
0: opportunity to spread the coronavirus. In for, so
1: for your second wedding anniversary, while well, we eat pork and drink the vertical of wine in your basement, uh, Lake Havasu.
0: Hannah uh, was down with the Havasu houseboat. She really was. She thought it would be funny. She was about it, and you can you can legit get like a hundred foot houseboat. You can get enormous houseboats.
3: Oh my god! Spring break in Havasu starts March first and ends March thirtieth. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I mean, oh. cause schools right, so. schools are on different schedules, but damn, that's a long time. <laughs> Yeah, we can do we're, a house. We we're can do adults with jobs,
1: and we're almost forty. We can get the best fucking houseboat.
3: Dude,
0: we're the creepy guys in this one. We I are. hate to tell you that yeah, we are. Care. We're the creepy ones. But that's okay. You don't. Yeah. You can be creepy if you're rich enough. That's,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> the, mon- that's the Monaco model. The gates.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get some fake Richard meals for everybody out of Hong yes. Kong and we'll be set.
0: I uh, I've never seen. A more openly creepy, predatory relationship than the Monaco Grand Prix, where the sugar daddies were really just throwing diamonds <laughs> at fucking every Russian
3: with with diamond crystal heels. Uh, what else you got, that uh, Zach? Anything? Okay, this is uh, what was everyone's favorite moment from All Cars Go to Heaven? I think we just answered this like a week, two weeks ago, but I think we did too. But Thad, what was your your favorite moment?
1: it's just fun to do the whole thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, talking to other people, I failed to mention this to other people like, Oh yeah, we did like all of Utah off road with a model T and a Previa and a ship box. And we drove all of Washington off road. Like nobody does that. And it's really cool to see one, one see America in that, in that way, because it's, fucking unbelievably gorgeous and there's nobody there and it's that's the whole thing is the special bit i think not just a specific thing it's like yeah all of washington off up done all of utah done like I, I if i lived in the states again i would try to do one of those every season because it's awesome i'd you, buy raptor just for that
0: they did the they just finished the um the Southern California one. It goes basically from the Mexico-Arizona-California triangle, like the southeast corner of California. It goes up sort of the eastern side of California and ends at uh, Mammoth. So that could be pretty fun. Dude, I'm in. Yeah.
1: I, I I send Zach the thing for the off-road expedition people where you do, like, the Polaris Razor thing mm. all through Baja. Like-
0: I don't, you know, I don't, um, to me, like... It, the the shitbox aspect of it is fun for the video, but the parts that I enjoyed the most really didn't have to do with the car. I mean, I really enjoyed the trail. I enjoyed the sights yeah. and just how remote we were and the viewpoints we could get from certain places. I know that's probably not what... They want to hear, uh, but but that's really the takeaway from it. I'm I'd be more than happy to just drive those trails in a modern truck, and not have to worry about getting stranded out there, and still get the experience of of seeing the vistas and and traveling that kind of distance. You know, uh, off pavement. I think it was great.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I feel like the same way. I don't want to. The shit box is kind of fun and silly, but I don't want to have to worry about. Like, not making up the hill. I want to put on the diff lockers, go up the fucking thing, and then like pick my perfect camping view spot. Like, remember in Washington, we were at that, that giant overlook that yeah. kind of yeah. Top down. Yeah. The we best. had a great fire. We had like great beer that night and good food, like, and hanging out with my buddies. That's the fucking best shit ever yeah i like,
0: like the, i like off-roading like that as far as like look at this place i can get to and not look how big this rock is that i climbed over
3: <laughs> i i like the shitbox yeah. ax- shit aspect just because you know you can drive like yeah, you can hoon a bit i think that's really really fun mm-hmm. i think but well I was, I was gonna say i would bring the shitbox and you guys could bring the real cars but then i'm the person holding the group up if we can't <laughs> get over the big rock um but i agree i don't like rock crawling over really gnarly stuff very slowly is not for me it's more about being in the place crossing crossing that much distance being with your friends like that that's the gym
0: yeah I'll take I'll take a 300 mile fire road over a 10 mile boulder oh yeah any day you know any day
1: oh Big time. Yeah. yeah, just I want to just cruise, cruise in the middle of nowhere. The Previa was down. a shockingly
0: good choice. The Previa turned out way better. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah, the Delica would do really well for that. Oh, one. of course, it would just yeah. be slower. Yeah, yeah, but it would. I it can't would believe go any further. of those
1: things actually made it. Yeah. Let alone the Model T made it 600 out of 800 miles, and they could have fixed it in retrospect.
0: Yeah, I, I mean say. the Model Ts are they're shockingly good off road. I mean that's what they're that's what they're for. Fucking, I was about, I was supposed to go down to CNC Bothwell last week because Persang has a Ferrari, uh, Testarossa, like a fifties Ferrari Testarossa that I was going to have a go in and then, uh, fucking really? coronavirus postponed that one. Yeah. Ah,
1: oh, fuck this coronavirus bullshit. Yeah, it'll
0: be around, you know, Bothwell's got it. Not the virus, the car. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: um, License and Registration Show asked, uh, what our thoughts are on racetrack neighborhoods like Thermal Club. One-off success or a growing trend. I wanted to like branch that into what is like. Does this exist in Dubai? That or is there just, you know, like one I can, one F one.
1: I can hear the. I can hear the GT three cars from my apartment. It's.
3: But are there? There's, car- a,
1: there's a, a. There's a town here called Motor City. And what? Then the track is right fucking there. Like, I don't think anyone would care if you drove your race car to the track. So,
0: uh, but at, is it, a, is Motor City a regular neighborhood?
1: Yeah, it's a regular neighborhood. Just but happens
0: to be next to the track. He, oh, look at that. Yeah, it, it really come, is.
1: And People complain about the noise from the fucking. Get track. the
0: fuck like- out of here! Someone lives in Motor City and has the audacity to complain about the race track. Oh, they have Dubai Autodrome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This the Spinneys is my grocery store that I go Dude, to.
0: Dude, this track looks fun. So, do they have? Are, are there? Um, That's is big. there like a club aspect to the Dubai Autodrome? Is there like a membership situation there?
1: No, not not like in like a thermal or a. Uh, what's the one in on the middle of nowhere with the best fucking bar uh spring mountain oh not spring, like mountain, spring yeah. mountain but they do they do pretty regular track days obviously not right now yeah but uh they do lots of variations and they uh you know it's a it's a pretty decent track like
0: i am personally big. a fan of the racetrack country clubs i i i I think there's uh, definitely room for them. I mean, you, how many fucking golf courses are there all over the country? Totally, you know I mean? Yeah. And um, you know, I think Thermal is a very nice place. It's crazy expensive, and they have they have some rules that, like, personally, like, I'm not, I can't to be a member of Thermal. You got to buy a house, so you know what I mean. You have to yeah. buy a property and build a home on it to be a member there. You can't just be a member. So um, that I don't personally i'm not about that level of restriction um but other other um clubs like uh spring mountain like autobahn like monticello um they're certainly expensive i love monticello Uh, and they're certainly expensive um but comparably priced to what it costs to get in a premium golf club i mean i think if for those of you out there that don't play golf, you would be fucking shocked at what it costs to get into a premier golf country club in, in America. Um, um, it can be hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get in. And then, you know, like a, a primo country club, you want to get into like a wing foot or one of those amazing courses here. It's probably 250 grand up front and then 50 a year it's probably it's probably that well, low so the racetrack country clubs are in line with that and if your activity is racing and not golf fuck it let's do it totally
1: well I, I wish what they would do here would have the membership and do like two hour open track certain days of the week everything's like a full booked day yeah they, the unique the unique thing unique thing here is that you can do track nights this, it's oh yeah, because lit. lit. So they, yeah. Yeah. So in the summer when it gets hotter, you can wait till in the evening when it's a little bit cooler. Then you can do a track night. I've never driven a track at speed at night. Yes, Marina too. They do track night. Yeah, yeah. It it's probably really awesome. fun
0: if the circuit is lit. I drove a. I drove in the twenty five point four hours of VIR yeah, at night and it was terrifying. It was <laughs> no, so no, no. dark and the headlights <laughs> no.
1: sucked. Fuck that! Like every corner here is fully lit. I'm uh, shooting yeah, yeah. on sixteen hundred ISO. It's <laughs>
0: fine. Yeah, um, it's fine. No, in general, I'm I'm pro racetrack country clubs. I think it would be nice if if you built one, if you had ten or twelve days a year that you could have, you know, non-members come yeah. drive or whatever. But you know, your club, your rules. But in general, pro totally pro well, racetrack well, uh, clubs.
1: I'm going to broadcast my idea right now to the rest of the world, but like I want a chump car version of things here. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Like if you get on Dubizzle and look at all of the awesome cars for under 35,000 dirhams, which is 10,000, 9,000 bucks, it would be an amazing race series. I just haven't found a way to flip that switch in right now. Cause there's amazing cheap stuff. Well, the question like is do people wheel in wheel? Dubai
0: uh do people in Dubai want want to race cheap cars or do they just have enough money to go out and race expensive cars the people who want to go racing? I Ferrari cheap like f- <laughs> I think Ferrari people lemons.
1: like racing shitty cars.
0: All right. I mean, I I'm I just know. trying to get right, them to come I'm to just... fucking California, man. I've had to fly to the East Coast <laughs> to race American endurance racing the last 2 years and they're struggling um I don't want to put words in their mouth, but what they've told me every time when I'm like, "Fucking come to California," they're like, "It's harder than you think because a lot of the teams are East Coast based, and so getting them to travel around the East Coast where everything is like a five or six hour drive versus okay, this race is in California, so we need to get a hundred new many, teams.
1: How many teams go to AER and like LeMons these days? I'm,
0: I'm not. LeMons is huge. LeMons is like 150 cars on the grid. AER has a limit oh. of uh last year it was 34 cars per mile of circuit so you know at road atlanta it okay. was like 80 cars i think Something like That's that. Still
1: a lot of cars.
0: It's a lot, but it's but once you've been in one of
3: those lemons races with 150 cars, 80 is nothing. <laughs> yeah, dude. 150 cars is like it's like a train. Yeah. For the first five hours, it feels like you're in a train until people crash, break, whatever, yes. and then it thins out a bit. And then even so, you're you're just you're driving through rush hour traffic. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's exciting though.
1: Well, it's perfect here. You drive through on somebody's tailgate anyway, flashing <laughs> your lights and fucking blinking and undertaking people and passing on the shoulder. It's, you know, it would be, I think it would be amazing.
0: It really is madness. Yeah, the Dubai rules, uh, Dubai rules driving is really, really where it's at.
1: (laughs) Matt, you want to see crazy shit, you have to come to Saudi. I don't, I, fuck Saudi, but the driving there is insane.
0: Just because there's just no rules, right?
1: Yeah, like the, one of the best times I've ever had driving was in a supercharged Raptor through Saudi. It's like high beams, pop pop tailgate, slam on the brake, cut people off over the shoulder, scoop people out. It's you can do you can drive like you were thirteen or when you were fifteen and full of fucking testosterone because now we're not forty year old men. Uh, just do whatever the fuck you want. It's wild. Didn't it's Zach terrible. and I
0: Zach and I once came up with the sliding scale of relative of where where the crazier you can get away with driving in a country is like directly related to the number of human rights
3: violations yeah. that government commits. Yeah. Like, was it Russia oh, for yeah. a while? You could buy like the blue police light and yeah. it meant you spent enough money to get it and then yeah. it was just like no speeding tickets, no nothing, drive however yeah. you want. Basically.
1: No what's crazy? Like in the same vein of things? Like Kenya, Kenya, you're not like drinking and driving is allowed now because oh boy. the police would would pull over people to get bribes because the police are so corrupt.
3: Oh, really? Wait, so okay. the, way, the way around so you that. Can, you, so you can
1: legally drink and drive now because they because used to the police because <laughs> the police are so corrupt. They would pull over regular people to try to get them for drinking and driving.
0: Oh, my God. Wow, that's bad.
1: Kenya is <laughs> fucking wild too, dude. and like ugh. it's a great country. I had so much fun. It's beautiful, lovely people, but that's like Nairobi is the the main well, there you know
3: show. it's like sometimes it feels like and I'm not trying to be dismissive of, of other countries, but it feels like they are in many ways where we were in nineteen o five. So like, yeah, drinking and driving's allowed there. I bet in 1907, I don't know, if someone's gonna correct me, but like, you could probably get away with drinking and driving. Or the cop would go, "How many you have?" And you like, yeah. just a couple. Be like, all right, we'll get home safe, Mister Johnson. And they're I think doing it's that so like here. Seventies, the they'd like give you a ride home. They'd just, yeah, they give you like a little. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they because everybody knew everybody. So we are now, you know, we're in 2020 and we're going. Okay, this is how this really shakes out. If you let people do this, you shouldn't do it. But they they have to learn for themselves. It's yeah. like watching your kids shove a fork in a light socket, and you're like. Well, he'll figure this he'll out. He'll figure it out, you know. I did that. Did you? Oh,
0: yeah. It was a key, but yeah. Ooh. I stuck a key in a light socket. I got fried. Does it hurt everything <laughs> or just your hand? Or no, I but you that. become afraid of electric- electricity for <laughs> your entire life <laughs> after that. Yeah, it goes Ooh. through your whole body. It's really, really bad. It's you're, you're, You get fried.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've been shocked by a pool pump. I was standing on the, the, the tubes, and I turned on the hot tub, and that's the, the biggest shock I've ever had in my entire life. I was like... One of those full. Blah. Ooh,
3: yeah, that's probably two forty volt. Right? No, that, that's I'm, like a dryer.
1: Fuck, fuck electricity. I totally <laughs> agree. With
3: it. Zachary. Um. So now we're going into some funny questions. Uh, Griffith Hawk said, "I think the Jeep Comanche Eliminator has a great name. That said, it definitely references a genocide. Are there any other <laughs> poorly judged car <laughs> names? <laughs>
0: that's so fucking
3: funny."
1: Oh, see our many Armenian Jeep
0: edition. <laughs> <laughs> right. The uh Jeep Grand Cherokee uh, G- <laughs> <on> Armenian. <laughs> um wow, that's uh the the Comanche Eliminator. Yeah. That does that's uh, so funny. Yeah, that does reference the
3: genocide. What was his other is unfortunately this- named vehicles? Yeah, he said I think what uh let me go back. Uh, is what this
1: guy a car are there? Because if not, he should be. Yeah. Are there any other funny. poorly
3: judged car names? So just poorly judged names. I mean, I think I've said from the very beginning that the Jeep, the Jeep Grinch uh, or the Jeep uh, Wrangler Dragon Edition was definitely racist. I mean, it's, well, it was, I mean, the, it was aimed. It was aimed at the Chinese market, and then it was also sold here. Yeah, which like with all the same graphics and stuff. I don't know. And it, even so, I, if someone out there is listening, and you are either Chinese or live in China. Please tell us how that car was received. I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. It, it seemed really, like it was pandering hard. Uh, so embarrassing. Did I, I did I
1: tell you about when I was in Bahrain and I drove the Lexus knockoff?
3: The, China, the Chinese like fake one? <laughs> yes. Terrible.
1: <laughs> I think I sent Matt pictures when I was there for I filming at the F1 race.
3: Well, it had like an engine bay meant for a normal car, but then the engine in it was like a Briggs & Stratton yeah, leaf blower. Yeah.
1: I forget what the name of the, the thing was but it's like available at the rental car counter. It looks exactly like an RX 300, exactly on the same inside. Can so you, you look off up the, the name hood, of the
0: a- Lexus, I think it's the RX 330 knockoff. I think it's like the you know it's like the the Executive or something like that, right? Yeah, it's it's fucking
1: terrible. It's so bad. <laughs>
0: um I I always have wanted to Go to China or wherever and drive every one of those fucking fake uh, knockoff. There's the the X5 one and the mini ones are like really, really sad.
3: What's the Lexus one called? Do you have, did you have Matt, it? I couldn't find it. it. It kept giving it? me like O2 sensor results and stuff. Oh. Um, oh, wait. Fake. CDM motors? C- oh, yeah. Is oh, it? that's the dealer. No, that's the oh. dealer. Um, I did find a post called the 10 most offensive car names we could find. Oh. Yeah, okay. Hang on. We'll get back to that. What were you going to say, Thad?
1: Like, we'll talk off air a little bit, but if we want to go to Hong Kong, uh, once all this shit is sorted to do fun stuff, like, we have a solid hookup.
0: Are you allowed to do fun things in Hong Kong? Of course you are. I'm kidding.
3: Uh, sure. Yes, yes. All right. What are some unfortunate car names, Zach, for, for the previous um, show? Sure. The Mitsubishi Evo Zero Fighter, um, <laughs> which is named after a World War II plane that took thousands oh, of yeah. lives and also was used in kamikaze Oh, raids. that's the
0: kamikaze plane. Zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a Fed. That's good.
3: Okay. Um, it doesn't now, work out well. To be fair, they said that in Britain Triumph named one of its sports cars after the RAF's fighter as well. The Spitfire. Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. Triumph Spitfire. Mm-hmm.
0: Named after a fighter plane, though, isn't necessarily the worst thing,
3: but the kamikaze plane does have a grim note to it, doesn't it? Um Hudson the Hudson Wasp, this is funny. Uh in fifties um nineteen fifties car with an American family that is uh Oh the A- what A- right. A- 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 wealthy yeah exactly
0: <laughs> so, well you've got you white, definitely Anglo-Sex have the Chevy 1500 WT and the WT stood for work truck but also white trash Oh really <laughs> well not all uh, yeah but, people... but it's interpreted as the 1500 it's cuz it was like the stripper
3: version right so it was like the white trash version yeah Oh this is funny um the the Mitsubishi Pajero uh, according to this blog, Pajero. says Pajero. Pajero. That means wanker in Spanish.
1: Really? That's No, so you're you're too you're too close to uh, Mexico at this point. It's yeah. A Pajero. It's a Pajero? Habibi, Habibi. Everyone oh loves my a God. Pajero here.
3: There's the Isuzu Giga Light Dump. <laughs> um, the Daihatsu <laughs> Scat. I'll, oh, that's a scat good pack, one. The Scat Pack. Which, yeah, Charger uh, Scat Pack. Which I can't
0: believe they, need to they get let,
1: rid of the fucking Scat Pack. I don't right? know. Like, and there's, there's also the. Anywhere, um, anywhere. Anywhere.
0: Oh fuck what was the other one the well the oh, mis- speaking the Suzu mysterious the- utility wizard what
1: did you see the, the CDC recommendations of things not to do in the coronavirus
0: eat, ass, was one. Is in a,
1: <laughs> eat ass is a eat ass in a in a government statement yeah what? i did see
0: that I did yeah not advi- see they that. advise you don't eat ass <laughs> wow during someone this, had to like, write that with like, CDC letterhead a, they're like
2: And then
1: they explain it. They say rimming, and then the description. And then Pornhub was like, look, if
3: you take away our job, we're not going to be happy about it. We're going to spend some lobbyist dollars against this. The whole porn industry is like, this is a huge part of the market these days. Uh, What else you got, Zach? Um, General car questions, which we can get to. Oh, uh. So sim racing has kind of jumped up in the news because they're basically replacing like actual NASCAR races mm-hmm. and other things with it. Um Thad, do you have a sim setup? Matt, I know we've talked about the your you well explain real quickly like what you have at the house. I have an Xbox and a controller. But and I've been
0: playing it because I'm very bored and I enjoy playing video games.
3: And I took it from here. Two days ago, where it sat for three years unplayed. What, what style of sim game do you like? Like, are you an iRacing, you know, no. very serious person, or no? I've been playing Forza Six and Forza Horizon Three. That's what I'm playing at home,
0: and I'm enjoying it. I don't. I just. I'm just. I'm just fucking around. But like, I. I don't like watching people, other people play video games. Period. I just. I just don't. I don't understand really why people do, but I know that people do. And so, yeah, if they're going to cancel real sports, like, okay, I get it, like virtual sports, but like, I can't possibly imagine virtual sports will take over for real sports. I was thinking about this because people are like, it's just like sports where you're watching someone do better than you do something. You know what I mean? I can play basketball and Michael Jordan can play basketball, but he can play better, so I watch him, right? You're also watching someone put their body out there, whether Mm -hmm. it's physical exertion, whether it's, you know, beating someone in a race, whether it's getting hit a million times, whether it's risking your life by going 200 miles an hour inches from a wall to me, not that I want to see anybody get hurt, but the idea that someone is putting their body on the line using a physical skill they've developed over many years that requires not just the developing of the body and the mind but also bravery in some cases or overcoming a fear and so so those elements are what i kind of like watching about sports not i not someone turning a wheel better than someone else so i'm not that into watching the idea of watching
3: people uh sim race even if they are pros yeah you know. but Bosey tweeted something about this the other day that was uh, it was from a sim race, and you know there was a crash up front, and the car that the the p o v of the car uh it you know dodged three cars and kept going and he was like i mean that 's cool, but try doing that in a real race when right. like you 're at real speed and there 's real danger, and your brain has to you know quickly think like like if you target fixate on the crash that 's happening, you 're probably going to hit that crash right. so there 's a lot more elements to it right i think I think yeah. the
0: thing i don 't find interesting about it is that I, I can go do the same thing and I'm not taking any risk either. Like it's the guy who a guy or girl who's out there taking a, a physical risk in the physical world is what I find appealing about these top level sports.
3: I've I have been impressed. Like I've watched Parker Kligerman race a couple of times, like on sim racing. You know, he's a, a host on Proving Grounds, and he manages some teams. And I, at first, I was like, "This is okay. You manage race teams on iRacing. This is kind of weird," but the commentary is like just as good as television. Like there are people that are almost professional level commentators now, but yeah. they're just kids that have you know been doing it. The racing is really tight and it, it does democratize racing for people that don't have access to it a bit. For so sure. it's pretty cool in that yeah, regard, but I, I s- agree that watching it is like, is not as exciting as, as real racing.
1: Yeah. But I agree with Matt. It's, I want to see athleticism like, I'm old and I'm fat and I can't jump high and I can't drive fast. I want to see these guys do these impossible feats of of athleticism and like go up a rouge flat out and fucking make it stick and do the pass on the outside. Like I want to see some of that, not like the virtual thing. You know well, what I think I, mean? like, I think to Matt's point, we just
3: we know when we're watching it that there's no risk, there's yeah. no stakes. I mean, there you you could lose money. Stakes or just pride, is the right word. But, but you. you're not when I, someone does a yeah. ballsy pass on O'Rouge, you're like, if they get this wrong, they're crashing and getting yeah. very hurt. And you know, I want to see yeah.
1: like LeBron James, six foot fucking eight, however fucking big he is, like dunk on some fools. I don't want to see some dude like A B A B A plus up down left right left right like. I don't want, like, I want to see, like, this is why I also like the idea of steroid Dude, that Olympics. So bad. I want to see Market some crazy maximum engineered human beings to, like, jump the farthest, jump the highest, lift the heaviest weights, let it be all bets are off. Uh, like, I like the a- a- athleticism and with the technology to do some crazy shit.
3: Yeah. they do. I mean, it's really fun, and we're seeing a lot of people post on Instagram, like, a lot of the Hoonigan guys and other people are just going, all right, I can't go outside and go driving. I can't go to a track, so I'm going to set up a sim rig. And people are building them. And, and it's been really interesting to see how quickly the industry of racing has pivoted. Like, IMSA and NASCAR are like, okay, all sure. the drivers pretty much have sim rigs, or, you know, the teams own sim rigs. They do a lot of testing on sim because it's one of the things that I don't think are... Um, restricted and they're like okay well we just lost all our races for the next couple of months let's do something to keep people's eyes on racing which i do think is a really cool idea even if the racing is not as exciting to watch it's pretty interesting that everyone just turned around really quick and iRacing is like we've been doing this for like years you know what have we been saying and then everyone just comes over and goes hey what are you guys working on can we borrow that that seems cool
1: well, I wish they mandated. I, I would like to see all of the like the top dudes do the video game racing on the thing. Then they can export that data, so I could race Lewis Hamilton. You know what I mean? Or uh, Charles Leclerc, or pe- dudes like that. I, I could download his moves and then race against it and be like, "Oh, let's see how this goes." But I know even if I was close to it, I couldn't even. Hold a candle to it in real life. You say that that doesn't work like that. You say
3: that, but I watched a video of oh, what was the guy's name? A young F1 driver, and he was racing in a you know, I racing race against this this guy who's like a popular YouTuber for racing. He's like, I can't believe I'm I'm racing this dude, and the YouTuber won, and it was like a twenty lap battle, and it was be and he said the reason I won and and the F1 driver didn't is because this guy knows how to play the game like he knows the shortcuts you can take yeah. he knows where the penalty like you can cut corners much more aggressively in the game than you would be able to in the real race because the steward like the digital stewards are not as attentive as they are in real racing so that's why he won but it was really fucking close and otherwise when they're in corners and going through S's together like they both have to have really good throttle modulation and shifting and steering and it was just like those little differences what are you talking about, Re- uh, so, real racing driver about, versus sim racing driver? Yeah, yeah. in sim well, racing. Well, now put them in a car. PlayStation. Oh, of course. You know what I
0: mean? Now put them in a PlayStation car.
1: PlayStation did that thing forever ago, yep. the driver's academy, where they found their top whomever, then they took him to the race school, and then, they, then they did the thing. Like, right, but if you never put took new, them like, to
0: the race school, and it was like, you're awesome at this sim, you've never been on a racetrack, now you're going to go again, now you're going to race this professional driver,
3: they would get housed. Yeah, because they wouldn't be oh, ready yeah. for the G forces oh, yeah. and the different yeah. uh, the, the no, you're data you're intaking. Like you, you'd be more stressed. I'm sure, like their blood pressure and heart, like everything yeah. would get a lot. Like, oh my god, I'm going past the wall at 180 miles an hour. Like, well, that's what it said on the screen. Like, mm-hmm. this is the same thing. Yeah. totally. Anyway,
1: dude, like 180 miles an hour, it's really fucking fast. Like, still the fastest I've ever been was in the the Panamera Turbo S on the dry lake bed. Oh yeah, oh we yeah. did one, 187,
0: and that's. You're moving. Fucking You're, you're, you're moving. Even so on a drive at Lake bed, you're, you're moving you. at that. Although yeah, when I was at like- uh, Bonneville in that fucking Jetta, uh, it didn't even really start to feel fast until you got up to about 185, 190, and then it really started to feel quick. Oh,
1: yeah. 180 plus is fast.
3: Yeah, I did 211 like, no in, in that to Jetta. Around. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez.
1: The, yeah. The, the, the driving experience I want is a... WRC car on mountain roads that I know, like in Malibu, just squirting to corner to corner up to about 120 miles an hour. That's it for me.
3: That's why I I saved this question for you. Because some guy asked, do you think we'll have gas engine hatchbacks long enough that we'll have a cheap, full carbon, super light hatchback? Because then you could build. Because, you know, uh the the Ford R5 is like the super sick... Uh, rally car you can buy, right? It isn't like half the body carbon fiber? Well,
1: the one I love is the, um, the the Evo chassis is what they call them. So they'll take the the Ford Fiesta body shell and stick an Evo drivetrain into it and then up to whatever the fuck you call it. Oh, that's kind of
0: like that funky thing I drove in uh, New Zealand where the guy took a Mitsubishi
3: Mirage and turned it into an Evo. They
1: just... They just shove the fucking Evo drivetrain into a two-door Fiesta. I think body it's shelf,
3: this. yeah, it's the R five, R five Evo. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. That's pretty that's just fucking an Evo awesome
1: drivetrain, which I think is perfect.
3: That'll do for sure. That'll
0: do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I need mean, to yes, cave and, and and to answer this person's question, I think yes, we're going to have gas cars for a long time. It's we're not we're I not eliminating cars. gas. EVs are like. Fucking one point four percent market share, dude. We have, we're gonna have gas for a really long
3: time. Do you think? Uh, do you think we're gonna have full carbon bodywork? Because they they know they have to get the weight down to keep MPGs going up, and that's they why they are care about weight. It? They care about cheating the system, and they care
0: about aerodynamics, and they'll get it with arrow and tires first. And yeah, and then and and turbo engines that don't use any gas when you're out of the power band. So in the EPA test, it'll look good. Of course, when you then go fucking hammer down, they'll still murder through fuel like everything else. You know what I mean? Like those EcoBoost Fords, the trucks are not any more fuel efficient than the V8 trucks when you're on the throttle. But in the EPA cycle, where it's very light throttle, they are.
3: Yeah, it seemed like, like BMW was doing a lot of carbon. Like people were experimenting with carbon, but we know that if it got bumped into and cracked... The repair would probably be impossible or expensive, right. and like that, just that would right. hurt the repair industry. It would hurt owners. It would hurt everything. So it's, it's yeah. probably like a cool idea, but they'll just they'll keep making the drivetrain more efficient and I aero so. until well, we transition to something else. I guess.
1: Well, this guy hasn't read the news. Trump's rolling back all of the Obama-era EPA emissions anyway. No. So, I don't know if that's going to actually go through.
0: Dude, pandemic is a real good time for some authoritarianism. And also, people are sick. Why should we have clean water <laughs> and air? Yeah,
1: no EPA, <laughs> they they stopped EPA restrictions on things like
0: No. This this, this whole this done. whole bailout thing is is just going to further the corporatification of America. People aren't going to get fucked. Oh, shit.
1: It's going to fuck a lot of people over. Yeah. But like 1200 bucks, de do.
3: Yeah, right. You know, um, whatever Zach you got anything else before we wrap this one up I mean there's just general car questions that we can that are not as specific alright well let's get
0: through a few of them and uh, I want to keep these under two hours you know
3: yeah sure I think so, we're we're nearing the two hour limit I know um, actually oh yeah uh, Maximilian says this time I'm sober. Um, all right, congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 uh he's throwing some good donations before. Um, oh, he's the drunk donator. Yeah, oh, he's the yeah, drunk what donator. up, son? How we you like doing? you.
1: Wait, hold on. Can I back up a second? So, this live chat people donate while we're chatting. Is this how this works? I've never
3: they have to pay to ask a question in super chat, and then the amount of money they pay determines oh, how many man. characters they get. And, uh, what do we... yeah.
1: What do people donate per question? Like a dollar? Five
0: $1 to a $1. hundred. You're kidding. Who yeah. donates a hundred fucking dollars to ask this a question? Guy. To us this guy.
3: This guy. This guy. It's not. It's not common. But how, every now and then, someone makes how it much rain. Is this question. A hundred dollars. Uh, isn't it? Don't is need it more? To
1: ask a question it's right red.
0: It's it comes up. It's so much that it comes up as red. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's
3: like, hey, pay attention. Look at this <laughs> All right,
1: I, fine. I like this guy. That's fucking great.
3: Yeah. No, it's been it was good. You know, we did it because we had to supplement uh, ads for a little while, and it also filters. If we had you know, when we used to say ask questions on Facebook, like in the early podcast days, we'd have oh, five hundred to get through, and then we get yelled at if we don't get to them. So this way. You know, we get to all of them in a show or two, and uh, yeah, it's it's working out. It's a good. It's not like
0: we wouldn't like we would. We're not into like.
3: Sorry. Oh god,
0: we did the voicemail. Yeah, don't do that, everywhere. But uh, no, I it finally got
1: disconnected on me. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah, you had the line, didn't you?
1: (laughs) I would. I would get messages from people from like we. It was a four year ago podcast, and they would still call the number of like what the.
3: Fuck That's hilarious. This. That's the begin that was like the very beginning of Google Voice. <laughs> I, I think. I looked it up. Our first podcast was uh was the very
0: first month of twenty twelve. It's been it's been eight years. Wow. Cool. Um the uh yeah, but for those of you listening, we're all the they the, the super chat thing starts at two dollars, but if you we're
3: ignoring anything under five. Just so you know. Or we, we, we give like the, the, it'll be this short. If I say short question, it's usually because of, of that reason. Yeah. And sometimes people ask really detailed questions for $2, and it's like, we just can't do that. Yeah. Um, this guy says, it's, it's, he, he owns it's like
1: a, single deck blackjack and sherry's. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, no, the, though, the, the
3: point the, is, the, the, it's not one
0: to one. Like, it, it does get, it, it gets the question in the separate window, but we just don't, ma- we don't make the guarantees. We try. Yeah, we do our we, best. We do our but best. We're not going to, we're not guaranteeing.
3: Uh, he's, Back oh, to this
0: guy. He's yeah, exactly. No, I'll get for for $100, bucks. we are
3: guaranteed. He, he owns an <laughs> early 911, and he wants a track car again. So he's owned a 9972 and a 991 RS. He didn't like the RS as much. Um, should he look into a 9972 RS sure. or a 991.2 as a track vehicle? Well, here's the problem. If you don't like the 991
0: RS that much... What do you think is going to change so drastically about the 991.2? It is updated, but it's the same car. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, so I, I'd love to know what specifically you didn't like about the nine nine one one, so I could tell you if they changed it or not. I happen to like the 991.2 RS. I think it's a lovely car. I think it's great on the racetrack. It's very manageable for how fast it is because it's the NA engine, right? My favorite Porsche of all time is the 997.2 GT3 RS. And so...
1: With the Shark Works.
0: Yeah, I, I would... I would Yeah, I'd get a 997.2 RS and I would call up Shark Works and I would get a 4.1 engine uh, and that is pretty much as good as modern Porsches get. If you ask me.
1: Or or I would say just buy a cup car and call it a day because then you have <laughs> all of that other shit. Yeah, It's lighter, all the things, and then you're in a race car. It's different. Race cars are just fucking different. You're on slick tires, weight's different suspension. If it's really a track car, like yeah. not showing up into the front of the fucking Ritz, try to pull uh, underage women
0: well wow, you oddly specific car. from Thad there but okay <laughs> uh, yeah no I mean that's the other thing is if you really really want a track car you can go a lot faster for less money if you buy yeah. a, a race car you know so look so, yeah. at 430 challenge car prices that's actually not, a great call way, too
1: way less than whatever fuck you would spend for like uh, the bubble of RS land now like, good point even a even a nine nine six is
0: eighty thousand uh, dollars. For a used Ferrari Challenge car,
3: is not a terrible option. Not actually, They're yeah, that cool. would be an amazing any- experience, dude. Because then you are, it's not, a, it's a because if you are already buying a track car, why not go all the way? I think three hundred and sixty challenges might be street legal. <gasps> they
0: have there cats so and shit. The oh my god! There is a guy who drives one on the street. It does have they do have cats and stuff. I think you can drive them on the street. That would be. Yeah. I guess yeah. It depends. Do you, it, know,
3: do you need a trailer it or not? On it Montana
1: plates, probably. I'm sure it's on a super
3: know. shady tag, but 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 it's possible. Yeah. Didn't they but improve? Get tra- oh, sorry, If, if you're going to
1: get a track car, get a fucking race car. Like, who gives a shit? Because well, but, it's not who
0: gives a shit. Because people, t- not everybody, can get a race car. Thad, you, a race car means you also <laughs> need a truck and a trailer and somewhere to keep both of those things. Those, it's a different if thing.
1: If if you're buying. A race, a a track car. You are like, you know what I mean. And talking in the price range he's talking about for what nine nine one GT three is one hundred and twenty thousand
0: dollars give or take. Yes, but right? you might. But just because you have one hundred twenty thousand dollars doesn't mean you have room for a truck trailer yeah, and a race car. It doesn't mean that you never want to you, drive your car on the street. I mean, you're talking, you buy a cup car. You are you are committing to never driving that car on the street. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of folks who like to do track days who don't need their life further complicated by having by wanting one vehicle and needing to buy three
3: because of it. True. Yeah. <laughs> For people new to That's Thaddeus, point, yeah. Thaddeus is is full of whimsy, and so he's just <laughs> like, "What's the most fun? Like, what about the other pieces of that puzzle like, he goes? I can, don't need you those can, pieces." Like,
1: you take, you, you have the 120,000, you stick it at 60, then you can, the, uh, the space is the problem. Yeah. Is the biggest thing. But I That's imagine why I a place called Westside person... Collector
0: Car Storage exists.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I was, that was the segue. <laughs> and, and you have a truck to deliver people to in the near future. Uh,
0: I'm not but, buying a truck. No, I, I bought a van. I bought a, I'm delivering people. If we're delivering cars, we're either driving the cars or we are using commercial flatbeds. I'm not owning a truck. I don't want that uh-huh. headache.
1: Fair enough. I got someone you to, to talk to again off air. For <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, like if you're going to spend 120 grand on a street car and you're only really going to use it on the track, like you've got a like uh, a lower powered, whatever will be way more fun than the GT3 RS So you can actually get to the limit. You know what I mean? It, 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 Dep- I mean,
3: depending on driver ability, of course, like if, if this guy's yeah, real good, if he's a good shoe, then uh, that might be perfect. I don't know. Yeah, I remember Lee yeah, saying, Did they change like, uh front turn in on 991.2 when he drove it? He said the front had even better turn in and grip than the 991.1. But again, if this, like, did, I you, can't did imagine you not like that's the dash why, dude, or did you not yeah. like how it felt? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah but like, no one actually knows. Like, We don't fucking know. We don't. <laughs> like, I, that's yeah, why I'm, pa- I'm parroting
3: what Lee Keen said. Lee probably if this knows, guy is
1: asking us he doesn't know either despite <laughs> giving us a hundred dollars that's true like you, it's, it's great but like just buy fun shit like who gives it who cares good
3: point good point I gotta
1: plug in my computer hold on a second alright
3: All right. well I think we'll do last question and uh, segue and to WSCC is just what is the name of the dope office chair that you chose for uh, Westside Collector Car Storage
0: well I think he's asking the wrong question, but I think I know what answer you want. I use a Herman Miller chair in my office, but that's not what you want. You're talking about what are the Joe Rogan podcast chairs that we ordered for the new studio that are better for sitting in for a long time, and they're called Capisco. It's the third one there. That it's the Capisco. Uh, pod- You're getting the Rogan chairs. I'm getting the Rogan chairs. Yes, they're very very comfortable. Are they comfy? Yes, they are, and they're really. Uh, they're not expensive. Uh, I mean, they're not super cheap, but considering the quality of the product, they're reasonably priced, and they have very good uh, back and um, hip and thigh support. And you see that picture at the bottom? You can sit in them forward and backward. You can do the AC that, Slater. Uh, yeah, you can AC yeah, Slater, Slater without having to yeah, spread you your legs. Yeah, you can AC Slater them. So I, I, having done three and a half hours on Rogan's show, I was I'm very impressed with these chairs, and so we're going to buy those
1: cool because when we did the rogan i ate a death star edible that he gave me and then told me not to eat the whole thing and i did and i slept on the couch for most of your podcast
0: <laughs> i was listening to them this morning fucking joey diaz oh First yeah off, shout out joey diaz who had 11 cats at one point is down to three he's a cat guy wow but he's like i, gotta, I can't i gotta stop with the fucking edibles they, uh, they don't work no more we got two, I take two Have one. you watched he needs to take Tom Segura's
1: break. special?
0: Uh, I haven't yet, but it's on the list. I like oh, Tom Segura. Oh, my
1: God. It's so good. I have uh, so DM'd good. with
0: Tom Segura a couple times on Instagram. He has, He follows us. Um, you like got to
1: get Tom and fucking Brendan Schaub to do a track day with you, like, sitting
0: right hand. Uh, nope. Nope i'm not riding right See no, with nobody you, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or some some kind of fucking content yeah. with uh they come on guys. the
0: podcast virtually bert kreischer said he yeah, went too when i met him at the comedy store he's like i don't know shit about cars but that sounds fun dude he's so fun oh, his dude, special is, bert funny.
1: is a fucking weapon i would be so much fun to get wasted with him yeah like this is the thing that i miss about dubai uh there's no stand-up comedy scene i watch all of this like every time i've been back to california we've done a, a stand-up night and gone and had a, a good time so next next time i come back once we can travel the world again
0: yeah no that's crazy that's in the you know the air the government owns the fucking airline and so you can't fly out of there until at least june they just shut the whole airline down yeah yeah that's fucking
1: did I, I send you the picture yeah of all, of all, all the, planes, the planes on the ground Dude, it's fucking wild. Yeah, it's it's so crazy.
0: Well, don't worry. They also uh, closed the comedy store, so <laughs> there won't yeah. be there won't <laughs> well, be comedy for a while.
1: When it's uh, up and running again, like I've never seen so like, think about the fucking cost involved of like putting all those planes on the ground. But oh my man, god, it's like crazy. All, another, all and, another, conversation yeah
0: and as far as but comedy I'll, I'll goes you- the streaming comedy sucks balls I tried to watch someone's like streaming stand-up it's fucking horrible and I tried to watch John Oliver who I love but do um, his show without an audience without laughter it's weird un- it's unwatchable it's very weird without yeah. laughter and I love John Oliver and he does a great job and his writers are so smart and the jokes are still good but without the audience there to have the vibe it's just like oh this is terrible did, it, it, you,
1: yeah. did you see the wrestling thing when they were performing to them stadium
3: no but i bet it's terrible that sounds funny
1: <laughs> i think it, it's so bad like when you when we get off of this just google that it's just like can i get a hell yeah whatever the guy
3: <laughs> that, like, oh they did the whole show that is so funny <laughs> it's so,
1: it's so cringy it's oh my amazing. god they gotta like
0: overdub they gotta like laugh track that like they need to record oh, some crowds so going bad. hell yeah something it's at least so fucking bad uh well thanks for fucking oh spending two hours with us dude Appreciate that I'm
1: not going anywhere we can we can do another one in a week uh, <laughs> I'll report back from uh, my fully stocked grocery stores
0: Well, you can be uh, on uh, <laughs> you can be on the cruise show next week for sure if we want to do it We'll just have you fucking yeah, call This is know. easy. It's fine. I, I hope- can
1: do I can do since I'm mostly working from home I can do an early one my time late time your time oh we'll alternate so, so I, I can it.
0: get drunk on the next one and you have to be sober yeah yeah, yeah. but
1: I, I i may also get drunk in them <laughs> yeah what's what's the difference
0: Yeah, are fucking going anywhere
1: it it's it's airport rules from here on out like oh, it doesn't matter shit.
0: and the longer we go the more expensive your drunkenness gets
1: oh no oh dude get this so uh i don't know if anyone else will care so i've been doing vivino to track what wines i've, I've drank since the beginning of the year yeah I've had 90 different wines. Oh, wow. but I was in in the Emirates Lounge uh, departing to Scotland for a project, and they had a $500 bottle of wine, a $300 bottle of wine, a $200 bottle of wine, and a $120 bottle of wine just in the regular lounge
0: area. Like, like pour, it, pour it yourself? Just take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love Emirates Airlines so much. It's so good.
1: So it's my flight's at nine a.m. I'm in there at seven a.m. I have like six different wines <laughs> in front of me and some scrambled eggs.
3: <laughs> you just you made a flight. A flight, I, flight. I'm just
1: like I'm I'm like I'm, I'm staring in the wine cabinet, looking in the back because it's one of the ones that are like way far out at the end yeah. of the, the airport. It's like a mile of fucking walking to get to it. But <sighs> they had the best fucking wines. I had a 1982 something in
0: the lounge. Like
1: a, what? Like a, <laughs> yeah bro hold on hold on give me one second we'll that's fucking so silly on here.
0: no I do wow. I remember when I was flying it's Emirates the, the lounge the Emirates lounge in Dubai is so sick it was it's the dopest airport lounge I've- there was a pool uh, there was full like, there was a pool yeah and it was divine. have you had a shower
1: d- at the airport yet
0: I, I haven't, but they did have showers there, yeah, and they have a divider down the middle that's glass, and one side is smoking, and the other side's not smoking, but they're exactly the same. At the time, I was smoking cigarettes, and I really appreciated that, because you, you board through the lounge, <laughs> so you could have a oh, cigarette sure. up until 12 seconds before you're getting on the plane, which, as a smoker, I was like, this is where yeah, you got to pack is, it in like a camel. Right, ride, it's a long flight. Yeah. They just did, by the way. Did you notice the longest passenger flight ever recorded just happened from Haiti? No, it was Tahiti to Paris. Oh, really? We were we were oh, talking no about this way. when we left Tahiti because it's a French colony. So a lot of, like the flight Tahiti to LAX goes on to Charles de Gaulle. We're like, "Fuck, that's a long flight." But they shut down the flights to America from Tahiti. But uh, Tahiti to Charles de Gaulle is actually considered domestic if you don't stop no in L.A. Wow. first. So they did a 9,900-mile, 9, 20-hour domestic flight oh. from Tahiti to France. Because so, they were basically like, how are we going to get these people home? Yeah. Well, the well, plane they, could do it. And the plane was light because they weren't, there were no passengers destined for America, and there were no passengers that were going to go LAX to Charles de Gaulle. It was only Tahiti to Charles de Gaulle. So it was like a third of the plane. Wow. So they, they had enough fuel to just fucking do so it do straight
3: it. yeah 20 hours <laughs> like, that is crazy yeah, yeah that, long, longest like passenger flight the, wow so it was
1: a it was a 1985 saint julien chateau de croup ballet uh, beau caliou grand Cru grand crew class wow in the
0: in, in the, the lounge 19, 1985 that's amazing in lounge. <laughs> how long is that flight zach it's nine thousand nine hundred miles, I think.
3: Uh, let's see. La uh, is oh. sixteen. Previously, and that's 8, uh, miles. previously Qantas had flown eleven thousand miles last year. I remember they were testing that. They were testing some crazy direct. Oh yeah, London to Sydney. They were testing. Uh, yeah. Um This. Ugh. This is the longest scheduled domestic flight and.
0: I think it was like 10,000 miles.
3: 9,765 miles yeah. from Papiti to Paris. That's a long, a long oh, flight. So dude. it's the longest ever scheduled flight. Yeah. That's insane that they were like, look, we'll just skip the layover. Yeah. Everyone, just, we can, I mean, that's, no, no, that's no. good. I mean, people are, you know, otherwise you could get stuck somewhere. Yeah. Shit.
0: Dude, so anyway, so-
1: Anyway, when I come back, I'm using all of my fucking miles that I haven't been able to use to get absolutely rat-assed in the business class lounge. Well, so I've got all the you bottles next, you sent I'll to be, our
0: house waiting for you.
1: I know. When I get off the plane, I'll be shit-faced. When you when I get in the Uber, because you won't pick me up because it's LAX. You're,
0: you will
3: feel so bad.
0: <laughs> no, LAX is quiet now. Now that they've now and LAX is mellow as fuck. Um, all right, guys. Thank you, everyone, to the live right, audience dude. for joining us. Thad, thanks for calling from Dubizzle. Appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the rest of that bottle. Uh, for those it's of us. Done, dude. Oh, great. It's done. <laughs> enjoy the it's next bottle. It. It's been, it's been uh, I, the same
1: gun. I might crack the Blantons because we talked about it earlier. Oh, long. shit.
0: Get down. But you could also sell it for triple your money right now.
1: Nah, fuck that. I'm in lockdown. I'm drinking this shit. <laughs>
0: I know, right? I got two <laughs> bottles of blends in my house. I'm like, well, guess I'm drinking this. Um, and uh, for those of us who want to participate live, Rob Ferretti will be on the show Friday uh, in two days at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m eastern. Uh that is all for us today. The smoking Tire podcast is powered by Shout Engine and now Skype and Zoom. Uh get your own podcast at shoutengine.com. It's easy. All you need is a connection to the internet, a microphone, and ideally something to say. Goodbye everybody. Bad Peace bad. out there.